Welcome to Preston's Super Show. News, sports, and a whole lot more. It's the Super Show, baby. Warning. This show contains material that is only suited for patriotic audiences and people who have a backbone. If you like God, guns, and glory, you're listening to the right show. Sit back or carry on and enjoy Preston's Super Show. Something is happening across the pond. A new city is being built from the ground up in Saudi Arabia toward the northwestern part, aiming to be the world's first smart city, powered fully by renewable energy. They say wind and solar. They're accepting applications. I saw the advertisement come across the television. Flashy pictures. The funny thing is, one of the pictures they show is of Singapore in the commercial. So they didn't think I'd catch that. But that <laughs> Details like this and more are what you all will hear in tonight's program. Is Neon the real deal or is it nothing more than a tourist trap? Join me as I take you to the world's first smart city, Neon. The first question I have for you tonight, and everybody, this is my guest, Christopher Roberts, is a very good friend of mine, who is exactly the voice on the Middle East and Middle East policy that we need. And he'll be making many appearances on this show because the what he speaks, the truth he speaks, is a, a lot of what you need to hear, but a lot of what's not being talked about in our current media and our current uh, theocracy. So the first question, Chris, now I can get into it, is while uncovering that the Saudi crown prince, Mohammed bin, announced the city of Neon in 2017, the Saudi government then announced, not me, Al-Nassar would be the government director. Who do you believe is truly behind the city of Neon? Yes, I would like to say, start off by saying thank you for having me on the show. And Absolutely. that honestly, I believe that the city of Neon isn't necessarily a project of the crown prince by himself, but is more so funded by the Club of Rome, the likes of the Bilderbergers and these think tanks, you know, that are trying to sway the policies of the world. You know, from away from our democratic institutions that we have here in America and the republic in which we will stand and die for, you know, right. towards the to totalitarianism that we see under the auspices of Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin. Right. True. No, that's a good point. And, and the absolutely. push is towards mm -hmm. a to totalitarian world government. I mean, you know, we, we're not talking conspiracy theory here. I mean, nope. we can see nope. the evidence throughout history, you know. That's true. And this is uh, history repeating itself because yes, sir. Uh, m many people have not learned from that history. Absolutely. So my next question for you, and you nailed that. I really appreciate that answer. It's very no awful. Problem. Saudi Arabia is becoming a superpower, if not already a superpower in the Middle East. But is that a bad thing? Now, hear me out. Okay. A stable... Okay. Middle East lessens America's military presence in the region okay, by having a region able to counter the will of our frenemies in Iran. Saudi Arabia has the resources to build up their own private sectors, diversify its own economy, reduce their dependence on oil. So I have a two-part question for you. Why do they need NEOM 
to do these things. Okay, it's not necessarily that they need Neom to do these things, but they're using Neom as a tool to accomplish these things. Mm. And going back to what you said about Saudi Arabia, you know, and how, yes, there's more uh, diplomatic ties between Israel and how there's a secret, there's basically a unwritten, you know, rule between them that they will protect each other against their foe Iran, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same point. time. Excellent point. You know, but at the same time, we know as men of faith that, you mm-hmm. know, Jerusalem will become a stumbling block to the nations. Oh, you absolutely. Know, and that they will say peace and safety. And maybe this is what Neom and this is the true purpose behind the implementation of Neom. You That's know, to, well to yes. you know, to basically, you know, indoctrinate us to believing that, like you said, with their human rights and their sports washing and how. You know, even after Mohammed bin Salman has let women drive and men and women, uh, you know, cohabitate in public and, uh, you know, people rent hotel, uh, you know, let couples that aren't married rent hotel rooms and the uh, relaxation on cinemas and et cetera, et cetera. You know, Mm -hmm. this is about the democratization of Saudi Arabia to allure Western capital as well as Western tourists. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. That now that all adds up. That all checks off. And when we're talking about Saudi Arabia superpower, again, my my true just really yes or no question is: is that a bad thing for the world? It's not necessarily a bad thing for the world, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily a good thing for the world either. It's a little bit of it versus evil. You know, uh, uh, that's the Very way I look so. at Saudi Arabia. A, a, lot of, a lot of Saudi Arabia is good versus evil. The and, lesser uh, of two evils. The, the lesser of two evils in another sense. That's very true. But uh, thank you for that response. I really appreciate that. And you really uh, evolved on the audience. You know, I know that if they felt like I did, that was very powerful. So one of the main sticking points of this plan is they're going to be of its own citizens to Neom. That includes members of the Badoon tribe. This caused a stir to the point someone was actually killed and is documented for all to go see on the internet for refusing this. So are people to have any faith a Saudi-run city where they have such a poor track record with human rights? Yes, sir. Like you just Mm -hmm. said, they're willing to kill their own citizens to allow mm. this to come to uh, fruition. Heartbreaking. Absolutely you know, heartbreaking. But isn't it the same to be said of the Jews that they sacrifice their own people or the Japanese or the Germans or, you know, we can nitpick about that all day. That's true. You know? In history, there's, those, there's definitely those cases and scenarios that have arisen. Absolutely. You're very right about that. And to compare this to them is also a stretch, but it's not too far of a stretch that I'm not willing to go you know, they do have a poor track record with human rights. Yes. But is that mean, you know, sorry. but that, that does, no, you're fine. It just like, I was, you know, before not to ramble on, but it, it does, like you said, you know, we can't just judge them solely on that. No, sir. Absolutely. You know, but like you said, by, but what they're trying to do is if we, you know, delve into the Bible a little bit and bring, you know, the two, let's converge these two worlds together. You know, mm-hmm. is that 
according to Paul in Galatians 4.25, Mount Sinai is in Arabia. And mm-hmm. then when the Jews crossed the Red Sea, they did not cross into what we today call the Sinai Peninsula. But they, could, they, went, uh, but they crossed into northwestern Saudi Arabia, the Tabuk region, the exact region where Neom is being built. Is that any wow. coincidence? That is no coincidence. And I know coincidences do happen. But see, I don't trust coincidences. Me. I trust my Savior, Jesus Christ, who died on the sins, uh, who died on the cross for my sins as well as yours. That's who I trust. And that's why I believe we were led to this topic is through him, we are able to put this information out there for people to obtain in a non-biased yes, way, in an absolutely non-biased way. We are not picking a side. We are not drawing a, a, our foot in, in the sand and saying, you know, you have to either stay where you're at or cross this. We're not doing any of that. So the question of Neon being a true first-class city, modern marvel, is really yet to be answered. But with the format they have, with we know how many people are giddy and just ready to go on vacation, tourism is surely the main driver of this smart city, is it not? Yes, it is. And it's funny that you bring that up, my friend, because uh, Klaus Schwab, who is either founder or co-founder, I don't want to say for sure, Mm-hmm. Uh, the world the world economic forum okay. he said that we need to use covid you know and this message was also endorsed by prince charles of wales that we need to use this opportunity towards a great reset so if we go back and you know that this, you know that this pandemic and the lockdown that it, you know we can sway the balance and the uh, uh, economies of the world and we can shift the power from one foot unto the other this is nothing more than that. For we know that if you, we anybody looks up Prince Charles, he's very fond of Saudi Arabia. Yes, he loves that is thorough, true. He loves that the is thoroughbred good. Arabian Excellent. horses. Excellent point. You know, I've actually seen a, a documentary on uh, BBC where uh, Prince Charles actually said that Islam would save the world. Really? Wow. Yes. That's, and that's it, shocking. And is it not any coincidence that and, uh, you know, at the end of World War One, that uh, Brit- that um, the British power, the British Empire, they backed, you know, uh, uh, Abdul bin Saud. Mm-hmm. No, even Saud, the founder of Saudi Arabia against right. the Ottoman against the Ottoman Empire. You know, so is this is this really the Saudi Arabians doing this or is there a bigger hand at play? Well, Lots changed since then, and I and you ask you ask me a really good question there. Now I will tell you that at this point and at this stage, Saudi Arabia isn't operating alone. There's that would be to me uh, a dereliction of their their duty uh, alliance in the Middle East, sort of the unspoken alliance that they have with Israel, uh, Morocco, and uh, and Jordan, but, Sudan. And Sudan, and, and abs- absolutely, you nailed it. And the main thing I get out of this city, this Neom city, and when there are advertisements um, here uh, locally to me, which I'm near Chicago, Chris isn't too far from Chicago, we're, you know, kind of all from this Great Plains area. But the main thing I take away is that 
it's interesting that for advertising, for media purposes, they hired a director out of Chicago, Illinois. So piping this hot is not, right out the front door. Piping hot, the presses are hot, and it's coming right out the door. We're, we're not too far from where we're at. You have uh, th- uh, a little bit of, in, of an insider in, into the city of Neon right there um, in, the, in the city of Chicago. So there's no doubt in my mind that this is a, a more of a tourist trap than anything else. But there is also, like you said, a greater hand at play. Yes, sir. And uh, what I, I appreciate that. No problem. But what I'd also like to say is that, um, you know, because I'm just over here thinking and my thoughts, and, you know, just listening, you know, Absolutely. but listening intently, you know, through the ear of the spirit so that it can give me the words that I need to say. But I would like to say that, yes, I can get where this can be mistaken as a tourist trap. Okay. Yep. But, like, but like I said, you know, Paul tells us in Galatians 4.25 that Mount Hagar is Arabia, or Mount Sinai is in Arabia, which yes. is Hagar, which is the mother of Ishmael. So if we go back to Genesis, Abraham, who was the father of promise. He gave birth to two children. One was born of the bond woman. The other one was born of the free woman. One was born after the flesh. The other was born after the spirit. So I don't want to take a too far of a leap here, but I yeah. want to let people know that if, if upon Mount Sinai, where they are currently destru- uh, destroying the mountain, which Moses got the Ten Commandments, they're destroying the same place where when he came down from the mountain, Aaron was leading them in the worship of the golden calf. The same place where we're talking about not even four or five kilometers from this mountain, there sits a rock that's 40 to 50 feet high that has a crack straight down the middle. It's split in half and there's signs of water erosion. We go back to the Bible. It says that Moses, you know, he told Moses to crack his staff upon the rock and what happened? He got so mad that he hit the rock with his staff, and what happened? It cracked it straight down the middle, and water came out. So, Preston, my whole point with this and going into my diatribe is that what if Neom, the children of the flesh, for all these people in this world um, who are hedonistic, that they're driven by the lust of the flesh, you know, and the pride of life and the lust of their eyes, And they're not driven by the spirit, you know, for we're told in Revelation about mystery Babylon that it shall be, you know, the habitation of every ugly spirit in every caged bird. So is it any coincidence that Neom is being funded by Siemens? They're being funded by Microsoft. They're being funded by Meta. They're being funded by ABC companies. You know, any major company you could think of, they're there because where's the money there? What is the root of all evil? the love of money. Do you agree? You know, I, I agree exactly with what you're saying is very articulate. It was beautiful, well put. And the fact that on one hand, it looks like a tourist trap where they're just trying to, you know, Saudi Arabia is big with money, jewels and it's They've always been about these worldly possessions. So it's no surprise that they're going to prop up a city and try to generate as much money as they can out of it. When you're referencing 
the Bible and you're referencing Galatians, and we're talking about Moses cracking the staff and <laughs> breaking the rock. These are all things that have come to light. And I believe that Neom is bringing those things to light and allowing us to go and hash this out and make sense of it. And uh, I, I do agree with you that there is something larger at play here. Absolutely. Um, and it does look like a smoke and mirrors where they're saying it's just going to be the best city in the world. It's just going to be another another uh, utopia. And uh, let's not forget, Georgia was created as a utopian idea where everybody shared in the wealth, no matter what you did. So this idea of uh, living in a utopia reaches as far back as the Bible. Um, and, and they talk about that, about people following false prophets, about people following uh, and looking for a sign. And see, those people, instead of getting the sign they were looking for, were not able to get it. So they have just continued to keep on looking. And generations and generations have come, and this is something that's playing out. So what I'm seeing here with Neon, one, one thing that's like really sticks out to me is uh, Matthew 10, 6. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Amen, that is, that really sums up Neon in a nutshell. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because, you know, we have to look, you know, not only just Neon, but that we have to understand, you know, that like you said, yes, the Saudi Arabians, they've always been, you know, super ostentatious. Yes. But at the same, but at the same time, you know, your common man just wants wealth. He just wants the, you know, the easy things in life. He doesn't want to have to work for them. He wants he to be comfortable. Want to right? And then yes. what does the Bible tell us about being comfortable? That and as soon as you think that you're comfortable, that's when destruction comes upon you. You will receive the affliction of the Lord, you know, and, and that's exactly what will come your way when you when you are pursuing com being comfortable. Amen. So, because, uh, you know, these people, because a lot of these people, instead of being led by the spirit of God, they will be led away by the lust of the flesh. Amen. They will be led. They will let up be led away by the love of the things in the world. And we cannot love the things of the world and love God for they are, the world is an in, in, enmity with God and vice versa. And it's so a, it's a conflict of interest and, and pretty yes, much you, yes, you have sir. to pick a side. Like you're saying, absolutely not to cut you off. You're right. You have to pick a side. You have to decide what side you're going to be on. Um, and, and, and that's, that's where you start to make those changes in your life. And, and you'll, and see, we've already made those changes and we're seeing the good, just as much as we've seen the bad as uh, what we used to believe in and what we used to be about. So it's, it's been fulfilling um, and there's so much work, but I really think we, we really hit the nail on the head of this conversation. And, um, is there anything yes, else sir. you'd like to add? Is there anything else you'd like to add to the show? Um, don't, the last thing I would like to say is that, um, you know, this isn't only a plan that's being worked out in Saudi Arabia, but if I'm, if Lord, forgive me if I'm wrong, um, but I believe a man by the name of Steven Schwartzman, who is a billionaire, he plans on building a $300 billion city in the American Southwest known by the name of Telos. Mm -hmm. So what, so, you know, not to that's, that's pretty ground corny, right, not right. for the sake of being corny, but what does Telos tell us? 
that it's not just Saudi Arabia, that America and China, you know, because look at Shanghai, you know, look yes. at Hong Kong, you know, so who's the true, you know, who started all this, really, if we look at it, you know, from a technology standpoint and the eco architecture, you know, that all started, you know, in China. Yes, that's right. So, no, that, so absolutely. We're, so in a sense, it's, you know, our democracy is, uh, it's being, it's being really tested right now because we have these people, you know, whether they be on either side of the aisle, I'm not going to pick and choose. I'm not going right. to set one against the other, you right. know, but the fact that. of the matter is, is that there's tears amongst the wheat, you know, yes. and these people seek to profit themselves. And at the same time, they seek to change our Republic into a totalitarian government. You're right. You're right about because that. Because to yeah. destroy, because America is the only last bastion of freedom in this whole entire world. So, and I'm really if, glad you see that. I really am because a lot of people don't see that that we're the last beacon of hope. We're the last beacon of freedom. And uh, you could just look at China. You could just look at what's going on with Russia on the border of Ukraine. Um, this is this is how did how did um, Hitler start? He went to take over one country. Everybody said, well, that's a personal dispute. They turned the cheek. They turned the cheek. And look at what's happening in Ukraine today uh, with Putin ready to move in uh, as soon as we turn our cheek, as soon as we turn our head the other way. Yes, sir. You know, while at the same time, you know, for the for us, they give us the media, you know, they, the media, they give us the uh, the bread and circus is the same thing as in the days of the Coliseum. Distract the people from the real what's really going on, you know, while this hand I have this hand over here outstretched, you know, and you're focused on that. But my other hand is behind my back. Yep, absolutely. You know, so I feel like, you know, when it comes to all these situations, whether they be biblical, spiritual, worldly, you know, uh, carnal, you know, not all carnal is good. There's things that, you know, that the spirit of God can elaborate upon on in our world based upon his word for he framed the world by the power of his word. And that we just need to be cognizant that there, like you said, there are some wolves in sheep clothing amongst us who privately mm-hmm. seek, who privately seek, you know, out our Liberty, not only in Christ, but in our democracy, in our right to free speech, our right to bear arms, our right to be private in our own property, our yep. right to feel safe, you know, and that's the that's the harsh truth of the matter is really that there are these that are you know get into the system and uh, garner enough support and and get enough backing that uh, they're untouchable for a while and they can do a lot of damage in that in that uh, in a short amount of time and uh, we've seen that play out and and you're going to see that play out um, with the stock market look at everybody's head spending now you know their heads weren't spending like that just a few years ago and see now right. their heads are spinning. They're worried about what's tomorrow going to bring. But see me and you, we're looking forward to what tomorrow's going to bring. See, we're Amen. on the opposite end of that because we're not caught up in worried worldly for possessions. We're not worried for it. We're not caught up in those worldly possessions worried about we, is, did, did this ticker ticker go down? Uh, is, is the federal reserve going to do this or not? See, we're not, we're not worried about that. We may talk we about not of the world. And we're not of the world, amen. So that that is another uh, crucial, crucial point, is that uh, when they introduced the city of Neom, uh, like you said, 
uh, earlier, you know, when they introduced this idea, well, we're talking about all these people that are ready to spend money. They're ready to go on vacation. They're ready to, you know, kind of open up their, their checkbooks in a way. And here's a great opportunity for them and see that money could be spent here and put back into our uh, economic system and, and yes, to institutions that need it. Those people are ready to go spend that money in another country. And see, that brings back the question of, you know, what happened to going to Disney World and what happened to going to all these places that were in our own country? To, oh, well, COVID, Preston. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. COVID, you nailed it. Yep, took the words out of my mouth. You nailed it. Yes, sir. What they did was they wanted to stop the fun out of everything, right? A little bit of yes, the sir. fun play. So when that happened and everything's getting destroyed right from under us and we're being told you know if you want to go to the gym you got to show us this, that says you're vaccinated or you have you know we we feel more restricted and so we shouldn't have that feeling we shouldn't have that feeling whether people are sick we shouldn't have that feeling whether people are healthy we should be able to go where we need to go and be able to handle our business without worrying because we're, we're not worried about uh all all of these things because we're worried about the one true thing, Jesus Christ. So because yes, we're sir. worried about him, we look at these and say, well, you're going you're gonna to find out the hard way that because your business wants all these measures and will go along with this, you would have been out of business fighting against it when you're working with, it, with them and, and pretty much uh, disenfranchising your customers in, in a yes, way. Sir. So I think that's a big part of the struggling right now. Then they well, want it's to tell funny you that, that you brought that top, topic up, Preston, because, you know, during this whole pandemic shutdown, who was mostly affected? You know, I've heard you say this on a past show, you know, yeah. I'm not going to say that I listen regularly, but lately I have because mm -hmm. I want to be able to listen so that we can have an intelligent conversation. Bingo. But I appreciate that. that. Um, you know, what does it say that the emperor wears no clothes? Or mm -hmm. that there's a, you know, there's a, another power behind the throne, or as the British Prime Minister Benjamin Disraeli said, you know that the world is controlled by different per, different personages than you would ever perceive. You know, people right. fail people fail to see that Jeffrey Epstein and Prince Andrew are just the tip of the iceberg. That all, oh, these, cele all oh. these celebrities, all these people that you look up to and you revere, these are. You know, they're nothing more than tears. They're nothing more trying to lead you in the wrong way. That they're hurting children. That they're partaking in these things. It doesn't matter on what side of the aisle, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. Which, which, because it's happening on both sides. And we know yes, that. Sir. Intelligent enough to, to be able to see through uh, the wolf wearing the sheep's clothes. You know, we're, we're smart enough to cut through that and see. Okay, I see what, you, what you're doing on the outside. And you're putting up a good front, but behind the scenes, what what's going on in the dark, what's going on in the in the depths of the darkness will be will come out. That will come out. The light will shine through. And see, that's what's starting to happen. That's Amen. what's starting to happen. Now, our justice system. We know our justice system isn't fair. We know our justice system is eighty percent of the time they get it right. Twenty percent of the time they get it wrong. They get it wrong bad. And, and when, when they get it wrong the most is when they're locking away people, <clears throat> mostly African-American men, without giving them a second chance. 
as a white person, I look on and I see that and all I can do is want to help and, and want to stand in solidarity, but also to be active on another level, on another mindset. And we know our justice system can do things for us that are good. And it can put people like Jeffrey Epstein, Glacine Maxwell away. It can put these people away. But see, then there's all these other bad actors that start yes, taking sir. part in the process. And see, that's when the process goes astray. But see, the problem we have is just individual citizens is something former President Obama used to preach like the gospel. And that is one word, transparency. When we have the incarceration levels of African-American men compared to white uh, men in this country, and it's astronomical. Uh, and we go back to another thing like police brutality. Oh, Chris, it's just a it's just a couple bad apples spoiling the whole bunch. Don't you love that line? No, yeah, we know that where that came from. Or a couple bad apples. Let's talk about a couple truckloads full of bad apples, okay? Because whatever happened at that harvest, it went sour. Went sour under Pharaoh when Jacob was uh, was sold into slavery in Egypt. Seven years of famine, seven years of prosperity. Yes, but sir. see. Where is the prosperity for my brothers when Jesus was down by the water? Jesus is down by the water, and he's talking to everybody in parables. His followers come, his disciples come, and they say, Jesus, why, why are you speaking to them in parables? And he says, ye know the word. Ye are allowed to given unto you to understand. They are not allowed to see the mysteries of heaven. See, they're not allowed to know the mysteries of thy father. But ye are. And when he continued with his parables... He got into talking about you reap what you sow, how the sower sowed something. He got into talking about so many different things that they lost sight about. And then all those people could do was focus on him. That's all they could do. And see, his disciples knew what he meant because they were to see through that. But these people were left unknowing. They just kept they just wanted to know more. And see, that is the mystery at work. Yes, sir. We can read uh, four or five uh, chapters in the Bible, but you're going to want to read more because of the mystery, because you want, you yearn for it. You want to we learn. thirst and hunger for righteousness and we shall right. be filled. Amen. And it's so true. Um, you know, we've, we've gone at this time and time again. And, uh, you know, me and Chris, we always have, me and Chris always have these discussions. Um, and we try to come out with the best possible solutions to things and the best, and the best answers to things and looking at it from both, both point, everybody's point of view to try to be fair about things. But there's one thing you can't be fair about. And that's when it comes to, to believing in Jesus Christ. It's either you believe. Yes, sir. Or the, it's just a life of sin. Yes, sir. Everybody Whereas, listening, you have a chance. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're Sorry, good. Saying, you're good. For, for as the word says that the son of man must be lifted up so that we may be lifted up. You know, that, you know, so many, you know, I'm kind of going off topic here, but. That's okay. You know, all no, things, you're good. All, th all things work all at all in God's plan, you know, and you know, those that are called according into his purpose. But I like to say that, um, you know, we haven't always seen eye to eye, but we know that we are brothers in Christ. 
and that if we both believe that Christ, he, he was, according to the scriptures, died for our sins and buried and buried for three days and three nights and then rose three days later, according to the scriptures, then know in this that he have eternal life if we have faith. You know, but what is faith in something? What does what doth a man hope for in something that he can see? You know, faith is the substance of things unseen. In our Father, there's things that are unseen that made that made the things that are seen. You know, but what did Jesus say? You know, you were talking about the parables in Matthew. You know, oh well, where should we go? Uh, where are we going to get money? What are we going to eat? And what did Jesus say? Oh, ye a little faith. If I provide for the birds, they don't go into the, uh, they don't work and store up, uh, uh, they don't store up in the storehouses, you know, neither do these lilies toil, but they are arrayed greater than Solomon, you know, so that we should have faith that God will provide for his people, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how ugly it gets, that we need to stand up and keep lifting up Christ, keep lifting up Christ. And part of that, like you said, is that we have to speak about these carnal matters because otherwise, how can carnal men come to understand and know the power of God? You know, unless that we can be men of understanding, that we don't agree with what you say and you may not agree with what we say. But that's why we live in such a great free country where we are entitled to be able to say what we want to say. But just as in the days of Nazi Germany, just as in the days of, um, you know, the Bolshevik revolution in Russia, our speech is being censored, you know, and yes, it's under it the is. auspices of political correctness that, oh, you know, um, you know, it's because, oh, well, and they're we getting good offend people. They're getting good at it. And you know what they're doing? What they'll do is they won't censor you unless you have a big, big following. Now, once you get a big, big following, they'll censor you. But see, yeah. let's say you're just average Joe, average Joe show. A little bit of traction. You're talking about some heavy topics. Now what they're going to do is alter their algorithm so that you're not blocked, but other people are blocked from seeing your content when it comes out. That's called mm -hmm. shadow banning. And that's what is happening now is shadow banning. And it's really popular with uh, Twitter. It's really popular with Facebook. It's really popular uh, with Google and see that is uh, something that isn't being talked about is the shadow banning that's going on. That's but right. remember one thing I wanted to add um, to that, to the chapter in Matthew that I was reading uh, a few days ago about this, when Jesus was down on, by the boat on the sea, talking to these people that had come and wanted to hear from him. It's almost come up. It's almost come up and talking some nonsense little you know a detractor in the crowd which happens public speaking we've always heard someone rise up and, and say something in anger say something in fear because usually it's fear is what is driving that yes sir so this man has fear in his heart and he's saying we should believe him but his mother his brother his family does not stand with him and jesus kind of looked at this man and said reached his arms out and the scripture talks about this. And he says, ye, right there in front of me, and ye in the back, tell my brother. And he that ever seek, he or she, that ever seek, whoever seeks to do the will of God, he is my mother. He is my brother. That is my sister. That is my mother. Pretty much was just, you know, telling them, look, 
I see you and you see me. Don't worry about who else is with me. You're my brother. You're my sister. You're, you're all uh, the, the same as I am under my, under my father. Uh, so that was another thing, you know, what a way to kind to of reach people, to reach people, silence your critics. You know what I Amen, mean? Amen. Cause he was so humble and, yep. you know, this is what we just seek to be every day. Even, you know, if I offend my brother, then Lord, you know, let me feel convicted. Let me pray about that. Let me go into my brother and say, I'm sorry, you right. know, cause I don't want to be in wrong, fear of the judgment. Absolutely. Amen. Because if we can't forgive our brother, then he won't forgive us. Nope. Amen. Amen. And that's exactly how I look at it. Another thing I like to say is that, you know, going back to what we were talking about, the shadow banding and about the, you know, the censorship that ultimately, where does this lead? Where does, where is this uh, rabbit hole going to end up leading to? Um, It's going to end up leading to the persecution of the Christians. Like it always has throughout history, you know, for we are a hated people. You know, we are a peculiar people. We're a people called according to God and unto his purpose. And the world, they don't like us, you know, for we are not of the world. And, you know, they will try to censor us because we want to unequivocally speak for Christ, whether that be causes life or death or afflictions or persecutions or imprisonment or whatever. But are we greater than Christ? God forbid. God forbid. You know, I want to count myself as least amongst the apostles and the saints. You oh, know, absolutely. to look at my brother higher than myself, you know. That's right. And to, and, to, and to sit in subjection and humility unto all men. You know, I may not agree with the laws of these men, but the powers that be the powers that be were ordained by God. That's so right. when I obey man, I don't obey man. I obey it talks about that in Samuel. In and it talks about that in the book of Samuel and the Bible. Yes, it talks sir. about that. It talks about how. Yes, you know, like we see uh, Biden had come to power and we're asking ourselves going on here. Then we kind of reflect on the scripture and we're now we're knowing that, okay, look what's going on with the Democrat Party. It's falling apart. They're panicking. Their Supreme Court justice just got up and said, I'm I'm done with this. So God put these people in place because it wasn't happening fast enough under Trump. So he put Biden in there because now what he wants is going to happen faster under him. See, that's the yes. way you got to look at these things. Either way, you're going to be sorrowful, you're going to be disappointed, and you're going to be angry. And see, that's no way to go through life. I don't believe that's any way to go through life at all. I know, I know you don't. I know you don't believe that's a way to go through life. You got to be righteous, uplifting, because how would anybody want to come in contact with if you're negative? If you're not exactly. open minded listening to if that's what, what a Christian say, if that's what a Christian is like, why would I want to be like that? Yes, sir. And Amen. you know, so as we're talking upon that topic, I want to use this as a mm-hmm. moment, you know, for any brother or sister out there in Christ that may be struggling in their faith, that we just need to constantly and diligently seek his face. Seek mm-hmm. ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall yes. be added unto you. That we should have no thought for the morrow, for today sufficient is the evil thereof. You know, we battle these powers and principalities today. We do not battle against flesh and blood. Biden is not my enemy. Xi Jinping is not my enemy. The Jews are not my enemy. These are all 
sinful men as myself that need to come to the saving knowledge and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And they Amen. need Amen. all the way to that. They need the light to shine unto them. Like you said that, you know, in that darkness that the light can shine through. It's going to shine that, through. Yes, sir. And that the darker yes. the times get in this world, that, that we need to let our light shine even brighter. Yes. Let us be, let us, you know, um, let us seek to be, you know, the wise virgins, you know, that right. had their lamps full of oil for, you know, when the marriage supper of the lamb ca came and not mm -hmm. those and not those five foolish virgins that when the when the time came that their lamp, you know, that their lamps went dim and they were cast into outer darkness for they did not have that light in them. Amen. I agree Amen. With wholeheartedly. And going back as far as, um, you know, being on both sides of the aisle, you know, right. I've always personally believed ever since my journey, even before I met the Lord Jesus Christ. But just because I wanted to know the truth, I was tired of being deceived. I was try tired of telling me, oh, this is what life is about. That's what life's about. And no, every four years, I wanted it yeah, got up and told you a different story, but it was the same song and dance. Mm -hmm. Yes. I understand that. You know, except, you know, I have to give a shout out to my uh, beautiful grandmother, Rebecca. You know, mm -hmm. she always exhorted the, the faith of the Lord in me, even when God I tried bless. to turn away. You know, God yes. bless her. Amen. Yep. You know, and God bless your grandmother and your parents, too, for Appreciate allowing that. us to have this, you know. that That's right. Yep. Without, without are, them, I'm not here. We're not having this exactly. conversation. That's right. You know, exactly. You're right. You know, Thanks. so that we should respect our elders. We know, and that's yep. something, you know, that, you know, going back to um, what does it say? And um, I believe it's Second Timothy. It talks about how there will come a time where people are backbiters. They're boasters. They're, mm -hmm. you know, that they're, yep. you know, they're unthankful. They're unholy, you know, and I can't even say nothing against any of you that may feel some type of contempt because I was under that same condemnation. I and, exactly was, too. I exactly amen. was, too. You know, and. The only thing that separates those that are condemned from those that are saved is that those that are saved believe in him that he has sent. For it says in Matthew 7, Matthew, I believe, 7, 11. Let me let me look that up. That's OK. Let's always stay in sound doctrine and keep yeah. the Bible open. Let, right. let every man be a liar and God be the truth. I want you people to hear that. You know, from from two brothers of Christ that we just want to speak it's very important. humility to you and that we want to make ourselves of no stature. No, we want to be lowly and meek in spirit and please pleasurable unto all people That's you know, right. for 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 those that are peacemakers. Uh, they are the children of God. Amen? Yes. Amen. And, and that's what we are. We're striving to be. We're striving to be the peacemakers. We know that there's so much animosity. We know that there's so much difficulty and pain in people's lives. We don't want to amplify that. What we're looking to do is be the sword that separates you from those bondages, from those ties to the abomination of man. We're looking to take people to the next level, them through those times. Like we had help through our times, and the help that we received came from God, your Lord and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, and that is the root of it. That is the truth of the matter, that you're going to be faced with so many things. 
and you're going to be faced with so many difficulties. But if you can bite your tongue a little bit more, if you could change your speech patterns so that way you're not swearing, this is what I'm talking to the audience. This is a good chance to make those changes. Don't worry about a new year to start. What's wrong with starting today? What's wrong with starting right now? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Sounds good, right? There are a lot of places you can host your podcast. Those other podcast hosting sites love to make you pay, thinking they are doing you a favor. Not at Anchor. Folks, this is free. None of Anchor's competitors make distribution and monetization as seamless as Anchor does. I predict Anchor to be the face of podcasting in the next five years. If you're an experienced podcaster or a newcomer, doesn't make a difference. Get your show on Anchor today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. sir so i'd like to um go back to where i was at talking about matthew 7 and you know i'm glad that i mm-hmm. you know search to seek god's word and let god be true and every man a liar as he says you know yes. and i'm just glad that at least i was in the right ballpark in matthew 7 but to let you people know that this is just one example of how i'm not perfect but that i just know that i'll never be but he that is perfect that is in me i just himself unto you so yes. going back to what we were saying, um, every tree. Oh, OK. So I'll bring I'll start at Matthew seven and seven verse 17. And I'm reading from the King James Version. Mm-hmm. Even so, every good tree bringeth forth a good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not every one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say, me, say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And thy name have cast out devils, and thy name done many wonderful works. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work with iniquity. So let's pause here for a second. And I like to say that, you know, a lot of people like to tell us that, oh, you know, these people, they did these things, you know, and this is why, uh, you know, that the Lord said, you know, people like to spin it, a lot of preachers, that the Lord here is saying that not everybody who does the work of God is saved. But that's not true, my friend. Uh, you know, for like, what does it say? 
you know, a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit and an evil tree cannot bring forth good fruit. You know, so these people that do these works, they do them by the works of the law of the sin and flesh of the law of death, you know, of which they which are not saved and do not know the liberty of Christ are still in captivity. You know, that we need to search, you know, the last part that it says, we'll uh, go back to Matthew 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, 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 shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven. So, Preston, let's go. um, Let's find out what's the will of the father. You know, I mean, if we're if we're going to use this an opportunity to talk to the people, then. I feel like this is an opportunity that these people can come to Jesus, don't you? Yes, I believe so too. Amen. Never going to be not to me in my eyes. There's not going to be an opportunity for people to get right with with the Lord. You're always going to have that opportunity as long as long as He breathes life in you to wake up today. You have an opportunity. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, so we would just said, what is the will of the Father? As Jesus yes. said in Matthew seven twenty one, they that do the will of my Father. Okay, so let's jump over to John, the Gospel of John, chapter 6, 39, verse through 40. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Amen. This is a this is a powerful truth, my friend. This is Very what powerful. we like to call in this is what we like to call in the Christian faith, the simplicity that is in Christ. It is Christ alone, you know. So going back to Matthew, he'll say, Oh, well, these people say, Oh, I did this, I did this, I did that. Well, see, Preston, they didn't do the will of the Father. They didn't believe right. in what Jesus had done. For when That's Jesus right. rose off that cross later in the book of John. What did he say? It is finished that he is the end of the law, you know, that he is the beginning of righteousness to them that believe that there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. And remember, they help him carry the cross. And what did he say? No, this is my cross. Bear your cross. Bear your cross. That's Amen. right. And, you know, and see. Uh, time for me to bring in uh, kind of what I started the year off on. I started the year off on Genesis, but then I also like to mix it up and put some other reading in there. So I also went into 2 Corinthians and I ended up with 2 Corinthians 5. Corinthians 5 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. And see, that's how we have to be. We have to be walking by faith, especially in these times. But the one thing that everybody needs to remember, and this comes out of Corinthians, this is Chris really built this up without even knowing. Appreciate him doing that. For we all, for we all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. So, get worrying about all the bad things you did. Time uh, for reckoning day. Whether those good deeds added up to a big score or those bad deeds decreased your score isn't going to matter to him. What matters is if you're ready to assume the post he's going to give you in heaven. That's what matters. Will you be willing? Will you be ready? Amen. Because I'll tell you one thing. Me and Chris, we're ready.
Yes, sir. We're ready. And we just pray. And we just want to pray that you ladies and gentlemen will be too. And that, like I said, we seek to make ourselves of nothing. And this is probably why, you know, they will try to shadow ban us and they will try to stop us from speaking. It's because we just speak in truth that let every man be a liar, including myself. And let God be the truth. Let God be, you know, uh, the light. Let God be good. What did even Jesus said? You know, none is good except my father, which art in heaven. Amen. Amen. You know, there is nothing good in me except Christ that lives in me. Amen. And I speak these things by the Holy Spirit of God, rebuking any demon that tries to come against us. For we will do Christ's work no matter what. We have to. We are called. Many are called, but few are chosen. Father, let us be the chosen ones. And let us, you know, and what does it say? That even if we are chosen, let's serve our brothers and sisters in humility and lowliness and meekness of spirit. You know, if any man think too highly of himself, what is, what, you know, going back to Matthew, you know, Matthew, a lot of great, a lot of great substance. Amen. Oh, it's, it's absolutely know? iconic uh, in, in but, the Bible. I mean, absolutely. Got to have a bookmark on it. Amen. You know, but any man that exalteth himself shall be abased. But mm. any man that abaseth himself shall be exalted. So in, my, so in my time on this earth, you know, I may be bouncing from here and there because, you know, persecutions and whatever this may be, you know, yeah. but I can't allow that to dwindle my faith. I have to seek to do good even to those that do me wrong. And that's not me. I know that's not you, but that is the right. spirit within us. And that's what he commands us to do. That's right. You know, and Amen. it is profit and it is profit for us to be, you know, always charitable and fervent for good works and always seeking to do the will of God, you know, for we can do nothing without him. That's right. Amen. Amen. You know, Amen to that. and so Preston, um, the, one of the last things I would like to say is going back, you know, to these carnal things, because I don't want to, you know, take the people too far off in the la la land and, you know, can bring confusion, mm-hmm. you know, but I would like people to. An hour, so, I mean, that's probably where we're right. Probably our point, probably like our peak right there. Right. But I'd like to say that, um, you know, going back to the, you know, the wolves in sheep's clothing and, you know, the yeah. tears amongst the wheat. And, you know, the uh, bad apples, like you said, the truckloads, you know, truck on, both si- on both sides of the aisle. Come both okay. sides. Mm-hmm. You're not just getting hit my, from one side. Yep. You're getting amen. hit from both sides. Yep. Amen so to that. my friend, my friend, you know, like I said, um, I kind of got lost topic earlier, but I, I remember, okay. thank, thank God. Thank you know, Lord. That, um, you know, going back to, um, you know, like I said, both sides of the aisle, that no matter, I, you know, I started to realize, you know, early on in my journey that, you know, it's sad that, yes, we do live in this place of freedom. But at the same yep. time, people don't know, but people really aren't free. It's an right. illusion of freedom. You know, you have, you know, you have so many choices, but these choices only provided to you by a couple of media companies. That's They're only right. provided to you by a couple of, uh, you know, food corporations. They're only provided to you by a few broadcasting companies. And you I, see what and I'm saying? yeah, you're, you nailed it's it. All, and I think all, three so are actually so, American run out of all of them. Amen. I think it's the main, like three of them are in America, run in America. The rest of them, that's outsourced. All that's yes, been sir. outsourced. 
Yeah, you're right about that. You're you right know, that. so what people don't understand is that if all if these three, you know, three, five, four companies, whatever, whether it be big tech, whether it be pharma, whether it be food, whether it be, you know, uh banking, you know, we yep. know we have our major banking, you know, you got uh, those. JP, JP Morgan, destroyed. Goldman Sachs, Kuhn and Loeb, you know, um, out of Israel, Israel uh, Moses Seif, you know. Freddie Mac. But, you know, but so we see that all of the factors of the world, whether it comes to religion, whether it comes to politics, whether it comes to money, whether it comes to food production, whatever it may come to, that it, uh, it's all controlled opposition, that the same yeah. force is all in all. So going back to our democracy, you know, have you ever noticed that it doesn't matter if it's Bush, it doesn't matter if it's Obama, it didn't matter if it was Biden or Trump, but behind, you know, who's the power behind the throne? You know, did, have we not seen in the press conferences all those guys in their little black hats, you know, with oh, their yeah. little, with their little yep. payloads, you know? And so, it's also another thing, too. Uh, you nailed that uh, because what is the, the government doesn't own, they don't take over businesses, right? Like in other countries, if a business is going out of style, they take it over. They'll employ the workers. This is a form of socialism. See, we don't do that in America because we have a capitalistic free enterprise society. So in the, in the way the free market works is a lot of public or a lot of private, uh, public private partnerships. So on one end, yes, it's the government. Yep. On the one end, it's the government. Hey, Hey, I'm waving to you. And then on the other end, it is Warren Buffett. Uh, it's the face behind Kellogg behind all of these other uh, institutions that you don't see. Why? They're private. They don't have to be seen. So you, Yes, sir. It's definitely, uh, in a way, a men in black uh, scenario that's, that's, that, are, uh, that is going on behind the scenes. Absolutely. And one thing that I just want to nail before I forget is that when you talk about all the corporations, all of that points back to politics. And all yes, of politics sir. points back to the Bible, like we talked about in Samuel. So it yes, all goes full circle. See, what's happened is a cycle of what's happened in the past. So yes, we're going through the cycle. Yes, things look different. That's the illusion that Chris is talking about. Yeah, things yes, feel good. Absolutely. That's the illusion we're talking about. It's not a simulation. It is real life. But see, what's yes, happened sir. is we've been dumbed down. Not from an adult, but from our youth. And see, that's that's the sketchy part now for the youth that's being brought up in this. And we see it, and we can see the trouble they're going to have, uh, not only from missing so much school because of COVID at uh, extended amounts of time. And then what happened? Summer vacation. Then what happened? They came back to school, and we have some of the lowest scores known to man, known to man. So. We're definitely uh, walking with two left feet. That's definitely for sure, right? Yes, sir. You know, to that add my- to that point, to um, to shed light, you know, to shed light, like you said, we walk in a world of darkness. You know, yeah, oh, though yeah. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. You know, Psalm 119. Mm-hmm. But what I'd like to say is that shedding light on the darkness that I want to speak, you know, delve a little bit into the occult. 
you know, because right. I dabbled in some of that stuff before I really found Jesus because I came to the conviction that I don't care if it's the universe. I don't care if it's Jesus. I don't care what it is. I want to know the truth. And I thank God that it was Jesus. Yes, sir. But Amen. so in the occult, they have a symbol, which is you, you were talking about how, um, you know, this is history replaying itself over again. Correct. Yes. Yep. Okay. It is. Well, in occult circles, they have a snake eating its own tail, and it's in the shape of an infinity sign, showing how, you know, pretty much nothing ever changes. It's just a continue, uh, continuation of the same cycle, right? That's true. So, yeah, it is. You know, so in school, we're taught that history is linear. Time is cyclical. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I that do see what you're saying. In the beginning, what, you know where we started in the beginning is where we will end up, you know, in the new heaven and the new earth, you know, That's right. where Amen. we started in the beginning with Nimrod, the mighty hunter against Jehovah. He was what he was a, basically the first, he was the first type of antichrist. He was over a one world government. He was over a one world religion. He was yes. over a one world currency, you know, same, same things to go to say about Pharaoh. To say about King Senecrib of Assyria. Oh yeah, even in the to the say brand. about yep, yep. To say about even Alexander the Great. To yep. say about us, yeah. To say about Cyrus the Great. To you say about it. you know the Caesars, you know Athens and Rome. We're talking both yes, sides. Yep, we're talking. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you you know, nailed it. You know, and which is funny, bro. That um, you know, that if we go back and uh, go back into the scripture. You know, that the Lord, he talks about in the, you know, that in the last day, he will rouse the sons of, uh, of Javan against Zion. Okay. Well, let's skip back to Genesis 10 in the table of nations. We're told as a, as a child, as a descendant of Japheth, you know, and one of his brothers or close relatives or however far removed, Lord, forgive me if I speak error. You're doing but, fine. You're good. But one of these is Eskenaz, okay? So according to the Bible, we're told that, you know, that Eskenaz is a descendant of Japheth, which is not the forefather of the Hebrews or of Israel, okay? So mm -hmm. is it any coincidence that going back to, you know, the power behind the throne and these little guys and their black hats and their payloads, you know, that... It's coming full circle, that this is all circle now and where okay. we're at now we're heading towards the beginning you know we're yes, heading back towards uh genesis um and a lot of people think that you know revelations is the absolute end you know and it's it that is a one way to look at it but we also know that these things happen in cycles so the yes, destruction sir. and the chaos and and all the things that are loot those things again they will happen, but they're going to happen in cycles. But go ahead. Yes, sir. So I, I remember what I was saying, that these little guys, mm -hmm. the power behind the throne, that whether it be in the Obama administration, the Trump administration, right. the uh, Biden administration, that it's either one of two people. It's Well, actually, it's either one of three groups. You know, it's either of, you know, the Saudis, the Saudi lobby, as I like to call it, yep. the, the AIPAC, which is the Israeli lobby. And as well as also as the Jesuits, you know, a male Catholic fraternal order that was made to, you know, that their only their only goal in life is to serve their supreme general, 
which is nicknamed the Black Pope. You know, so kind of like, you know, a play on the power behind the throne, that the Black Pope is supposed to be the power behind the throne of the Pope. Gotcha. Okay. So these are the power brokers at work. These three, yes, sir. these three secular. Yes, sir. Follow you there. I follow you. Okay. There. And that, okay. So isn't it funny that according to the Bible, according to God's word, that Eskenaz is a descendant of Japheth. Okay. But we know that Israel and we know that Abraham came from, he is a descendant of Shem and Shem is a brother of Japheth. Okay. So, is it any coincidence that 80 to 90% of world Jewry considers themselves Ashkenazi Jews, which another funny thing about that is if you take Ashkenazi and you take the first part off, what do we have? We have mm. Nazi. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. most people fail to realize that World War II, World War One, that these is like going back to the controlled opposition, you know, that Stalin was a Jew. Lenin was a Jew. Do I want to be hateful to this group of people? No, God forbid. For the covenants and the ordinances of God and the blessings and the promises of God come through that olive tree. Amen. You know, I pray that they be restored. But at the same time, I have I am called to reprove and rebuke all works of darkness. That's right. No, and that's exactly my belief too. You, you know, know, so that, if these people, mm-hmm. so if no, according to, so if according to the Bible. These people are not the flesh and blood descendants of the ancient Hebrews. Then, you know, who are they? Well, then who that are tell, they? takes us to Revelation 2, 9, you know, the synagogue of Satan, you know, and that, you know, bro, there's so much there's so much information out there to show that, uh, you know, going back into the 14 and the 1500s, you know, when the, you know, the Jews, they were being persecuted by not only the Catholic Church, but also by the Ottoman Empire. That you had, you know, actors like Ignatius de Loyola, you know, for example, the founder of the Jesuit order. He was a Murano Jew. He was a crypto Jew. You know, he feigned his conversion to Catholicism while at the same time holding on to his uh, Babylonian Talmudic and Kabbalistic beliefs. You know, Mm -hmm. the same is to be said in the Ottoman Empire of Sebatai Zevi, who in 17, uh, who in. 1666 declared himself the messiah of the jews you know but under but under threat of death by the current uh by the caliph at the time he was told either you convert to islam or you die okay so do you think men want to die no so what was the easier option to convert okay yes but to convert openly but in secretly you still practice your old religion right and then you, know, uh, you nailed that. And, and that you brought up a good point that I wanted to touch on was uh, when you're talking about the persecution, we're also talking about it. And that the, the Hebrews that fled Egypt, uh, we're talking about, um, don't forget, let's go back to Saul of Damascus, right? And, and yep. his journey, right? To the yes, point sir. where he was slaughtering, not, not Jews, but if Jew that had uh, re- re, uh, regressed in, uh, to them. They, they believed you regressed if you uh, believed in, in Jesus and you spoke uh, and you and professed in his faith. Uh, you he would he would kill uh, you. You know what I mean. So it didn't make like Jews were killed by Jews since the beginning of time. That is true. Look at Saul of Damascus. These yes, were Jew- these were Jewish people that killing their own people. 
killing their own because they pro they professed in uh lord and our lord savior jesus christ and see is uh then comes then we get you know in uh, in uh our king james version of the bible that we chris both read and both have um get apostle paul and you know we've had this conversation who are you most like you know, in, in the Bible, you know, who, who do you feel like you're most, uh, you know, can you attribute yourself the most to? And the Apostle like, Paul. Well, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, because at one point we were so against, but at, then at one point we were so strongly for it, we would literally, you know, uh, die for our beliefs. You know what I mean? If they wanted to persecute us. So that is yes, where we. You know, that is exactly where we, we fell on that. And that you've really jogged my memory with that, too. Yes, sir. And I'd like also like to say that oh, know, yeah, if, the, if these things that we say, they offend our enemies and they come after us, then, you know, either God will spare us, you know, and mm -hmm. not let our, you know, uh, will not let our foot slip or otherwise we might be, you know, just lucky enough to, you know, to get under these men's skin so much that they'll be willing to send us home to our father. Mm -hmm. That's you know, right. That we, you know, like I said, we are not of this world. We have the peace that passes all understanding that where if we die today, we'll be with our father today. So, you know, we might as well fight the good fight of faith, exposing the darkness, reproving the works, you know, of evil, you know, and going back to what we were talking about, you know, about the, uh, you know, these so-called Jewish people, you know, that, these people, like I said, they're Jewish in name only, not in yes. blood. Not in blood. I'm saying? Right, okay. right. But, you know, even those that are Jews according to the blood, you know, that is not enough to save. And um, I actually have heard this from older uh, people that are strictly into the Talmud, and they will tell you their Jewish blood, their history lasts one generation. Because if they don't teach their kids this, if they don't raise their kids this way, it's law. That is, yes. they believe that. It's, uh, two uh, older men who have both of the Jewish faith, and they talk about that, how their faith runs only one generation deep. We picked, we will, if no one taught it to us, we can go and pick it up. But see, yes. faith, they don't believe that. They believe that if it's not handed down, that you will not take it up. That, yes, is, that is is one generation deep are able to convince their kids and have them take it up. If they're not able to do that, they'll never in their life they won't go back and pick it up. But yes, sir. A Christian's known to do fall on hard times, get locked up. All of a sudden, you're born again. You know what I mean? And now you're you felt you felt the Father, you felt the Holy Spirit, and all of a sudden you're saying, "Hold on, this is a reality. This is real. This is happening to me." And see. Those are things as, you know, men of God that we're, we're, we feel and we have felt before uh, the Holy Spirit in us, not because of jail. For yes, us, it, we felt it. You know what I mean? We, we felt it. Uh, yes, sir. And, and see, that is why we speak about it today, because we actually felt the spirit. Not that we've seen God's face, not that we had vision. We've seen it and we felt him in our own personal lives, deliver us from evil, deliver us from heartbreak, treachery, from all of these emotions. And he filled us with his love. 
and it, it overpowered any fear, any uh, distraught feelings you had, any ill will you had towards anybody. It was yes, buried. Sir. It was absolutely buried. Amen. For I may be alive, but not me, yet Christ liveth in me. Amen. Amen. And I'd like to say, you know, going back to what we That's were talking about, you know, so Eskenazi and Nazi came from that. So, you know, if we go back in history, um, I believe it's in 1898 or 1890s or late 1880s, somewhere in there. But mm -hmm. a man by the name of Theodore Herschel, who is the modern, he is the father of modern Zionism, which people have to understand that Judaism and Zionism they're they're two different things, but they're one in the same. Because but they're like one in the said, same. They do not like anti-Zionist. Real Jewish people that grew up, uh, you know, practicing their faith. Those right. Jewish people do not like anti-Zionist. Like they're yes, not going to be liking too much of what you say. So yeah, they like you said, Zionism. And Judaism go hand in hand more than Christianity and Judaism go hand in hand. Yes, sir. And that, uh, you know, speaking, you know, uh, doctrinally speaking, that Islam has more in uh, common with Judaism than it does Christianity. Absolutely. It, okay. uh, that, you know, you know uh, Islam really stems from the teachings of Judaism. That's where Islam really stems from. And remember, Amen. When as well as Gnostic Christianity. Absolutely. Amen. And let's remember now uh, in the Middle East that these during these times, which really wouldn't have been called the Middle East at these times because America hadn't been discovered. There was no West. You know, this, this was the center of the world. Let's not forget that. So yes. really in the center of the world, Arab people, they were persecuted by people of uh, Jewish uh, faith and, and, and in the name of Judaism. So what they were able to do was take a lot of that and make it their own. Now you have a whole Islamist state uh, pushing out a narrative uh, in our modern day. That all stemmed yes, from oppression. That's where yes. the hardcore Islamic teaching stemmed from, from oppression. Um, yes, sir. That, that, that is one thing that I've learned in my life. You know, but from what I've learned, too, is mm -hmm. that, please, you know, that like, you know, like we were talking about the true Jewish people. So if yes. we're going to talk about true Jewish people, we should speak, uh, you know, when I think of a true Jew, I'm thinking of somebody who reads the Torah and the Pentateuch, yep. which are the yep. five first five books of Moses, the first five books of our King James Bibles. And they strictly only have that. And they haven't come into saving knowledge of Christ yet. But in those right. five books, it speaks of Jesus Christ. You know, it speaks of Jesus it Christ. It speaks of Jesus Christ in the third chapter of Genesis. He is the lamb that was slaughtered to cover an Adam and Eve's transgression for when they sinned by eating the fruit of the uh, forbidden, uh, forbidden tree of good and evil. Amen. You know, so this from the beginning. But what happened in the garden after what happened? You know, whatever that may be, I'm not going to we're not going to get into that conjecture. Right. It's but, a whole different thing. Yeah. You know, but that. um. You know, Adam and Eve, once they did what they did, they knew that they were naked. So what did they do? They sought to cover up their nakedness, their shame, their yes. sins. And what did they go after? They went after, um, you know, a fig leaf. You know, and then the Lord God, he came unto them in the cool of the day. 
And he said, what hast thou done? And then, you know, Adam, he's trying to blame the woman. The woman's trying to blame the snake. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's trying to put blame on everybody else instead of taking responsibility. How Bingo. can we be saved <laughs> of God unless we are convicted of our own sins? Let us not condemn another man for his sins because that man's sins ain't going to condemn you or save you. Amen. No, they won't. Amen. It's either going to be your sins that condemns you or the Lord Jesus Christ and that precious blood that sits up in heaven and our high priest after the order of Melchizedek maketh intercession for us. Amen. You Amen. know that we are commanded to not to sin, but that if we do sin, there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. You know that we have an advocate with the father, that the Lord Jesus Christ, when that devil tries to accuse us, he applies a little blood, said, devil, you a lie. It's finished. It is finished. It is, it finished. is finished. Finished. Amen. Amen. You know, that. So See that the Bible talks we, about, um, just real quickly, real quickly, the Bible talks okay. about harming not harming our body, not putting toxins in our body, not harming uh, our flesh, because that also harms our spirit. It hurts our charisma. It hurts our, our attitude. And see, that is bad for the spirit. You know what I'm saying? We stubbed our toe and also now we're, we're swearing ow, oh, that hurt, you know, like this. And see, we're mad at the mess they made instead of just cleaning the mess up. So that's those situations, the situations where you can change. And so I like to go back to saying, you know, before I get um, into whatever else we want to get into, because, I mean, this is a great show. I mean, and, you know, OK, so going back to the true people of God, you know, which, um, you know, let's get a little history lesson. OK, that, you know, like you said, look at look at where Israel is. Where is Israel? You know, before there was a Middle East, what would that technically be called? Northeastern Africa, correct? Right. Okay, so let's, uh, you know, th I mean, this is not speculation. This is historical fact, archaeological fact. That those yeah, people were what? Those people were what color? Oh, they they weren't the same color as me. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that's that's one thing I know. Right. Okay. But okay, so we know what color they were. I mean, okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's because their ancestors were in the sun more than my ancestors. And it goes back to those times. Yes, sir. You know, That's, so yeah, yep, that, yep. got it. So that if we go back in biblical history, you know, um, you know, okay. When, uh, like, like you were talking about earlier, see, I love how the spirit of God works and all works and all, you know, for the edification of him. But like you said about, uh, Joseph, you know, his brothers, his brothers sold him, you know, they sold him into wait no 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 yeah yes they did they trapped him down in the hole and they they were let him they sold him into the Midianites which the Midianites would be technically the forerunners of your modern day uh, Bedouin people okay okay, okay gotcha. so when they sold him unto his brothers what happened God prospered him and everything right and then okay during the seven years of famine as you were talking about see we got to use this in the interview. But no, it's true. You know, We've used that a couple of times. It's so potent. It's so true and powerful that, that we're just drawn to that. OK, when his brothers came into Egypt, you know, Joseph, you know, he was the governor of Egypt, you know, because the Pharaoh had put him in control because he knew what he put was him doing. On right? He was, he, he, you yep. know, what I'm saying he, you know, he was the man, you know. Yep, he was. Okay. That's right. So why when his brothers came into Egypt, 
why weren't they why didn't they know that it was him when they saw him mm-hmm. was it because you know if if we go based upon the I know why consensus, but I'm, I'm gonna let you explain it y'all I know why but I'm gonna let you explain it you know if we go to the modern consensus that these people in Israel that call themselves Jews if they if they were of that color how could they not tell him apart from the native Egyptian? Okay. But if he were the same color, you know, then they wouldn't be able to tell him apart. You know, Bingo. the same mm-hmm. thing is to be said of, um, you know, uh, Mary, Mary, um, Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, you know, another Joseph, another prime example, you know, right. but that when Jesus was born, they fled from Bethlehem into Egypt to escape you know, the, um, the infants inside that yes. was, uh, you know, that was set up by King Herod to, just, you know, to kill any and slaughter any child, you know, under the age of two years old. Okay. So that's, it goes back to the same question. If, you know, these people were what we expect to, what you think of a Jew in your mind. Okay. And those people, I mean, I mean, like, like I said, if they would have went into Egypt, wouldn't have been easy for the roman authorities to find them oh easily and see in the other part of but that they blended in but they blended in and when they seen their brother's face they they were they were you know what i mean let's let's be honest they didn't want to believe it was him right? they didn't want to they, they were pretty much they were ashamed him. of themselves they were ashamed of themselves but they had left him for dead see that yep. was the whole you know what I mean? Point before they, they sold them in a slaver. They were going to leave. They did. And they and then all of a sudden, he's saving them. So it, it's just the love of God. You see, that is, whew, it is just something that, like, I'm, you know, I just hope the audience takes it in and absorbs the information and, and does the right thing with it. That's what I really Amen. hope. Out of, all, out of our great conversation, because this is a great conversation. Out of this, I just hope the audience takes it, you know, shares it with their friends, shares it with their loved ones, and and gets involved with the word, gets involved with the teachings, and your daily Amen. and your devotion, and doing a daily devotional, and, and and devoting that time to that scripture, because yes, that's important, and yes, you should be doing that, but then there's also another thing I want people to do before we wrap the show up and, and everything. I want people to do a good deed this week. I want you to be doing something good every day, but when you get the opportunity to go out and do something, whether it's paying for the person in front of you, whether it's paying for the person behind you, whatever good deed, because God asks us to take care of his children, to take care of his people. What better way in a time right now when so many people are suffering, so many people are struggling. um, and, And, you know, Chris and me both know this. We're seeing it because we know people that are hurting. We know people that. So reach out and touch somebody today, just like God reached out and touched you. Amen. Yeah, Yeah, I was just going to say, I was just going to say a couple more things. Um, You know, so going back to, you know, about, you know, the difference between these people that call themselves Jews and the true Jews. But let's not get caught up in that because that's all of the flesh. And the flesh mm-hmm. profiteth the flesh profiteth nothing. Amen. You yeah, know, amen. But okay, amen. that even if these people were what we call black, you know, um, I mean, we we seen in the old testament how often, you know, that these people that they intermarried and intermingled with all these aliens and all these foreign people. 
correct? Right. You right. know, so who knows what the true color of the Jews are? Or, you know, the Lord says that they are like the sand of the sea. So they well, range, yeah. you, you know, they range yeah. from pale all the way to dirt, you know, all the way to the blackest black that you could think of. You know, he said that we are scattered across the four corners of the earth. You know, Facts. isn't it? Isn't it same to be, is it the true same to be said of the Christian? Because it is, he, you know, he is a Jew that is circumcised, not in the flesh, but in the circumcision of the heart. Amen. And, see, here's, something, amen. and here's something I'll hit you with. And we are uh, the Israel of God as Christ and amen. as Christians. Amen. You know, amen. And here's something I'll hit you with. The stories they tell of King Arthur. We've all heard of the King Arthur. They've never actually found his remains they ever, ever actually found an actual place where there was something he had or something he held so they go to this this land the king of and they and i watched a great documentary on this and they go they're basically looking in search of king arthur right a king that yes. no one's ever seen when they're talking about king arthur they're looking for him right and they're trying to find him they're digging up all this stuff but they don't find anything to link king arthur there they don't find anything to link uh this battlefield that we've all been told there was a battlefield here that the anglo-saxons fought on the christian side at that time would have fought on see they didn't find any history of any battle being fought there you know what they found they found that the saxons and the the english settlers of that area they intermingled and it's exactly what it goes back to you about talking about spread across the earth this has been going on. We're talking uh, ancient times. We're talking medieval times, and we're talking in modern the modern day. I mean, this has worked its way up into Amen. present day. Amen. And, and friend, and you touched upon a thought that came to my head that's very intriguing about how King Arthur is supposedly this historical king, but really, there's no. There's no proof. There's, there's, yep, there's no proof okay. he ever existed. So Absolutely people, no proof. So people are willing to believe in these um, these tall tales, mm -hmm. you know, as they like to call them, and to believe in these fables, you know. But because of this, this is why they are turned away from the truth. Yeah. You know, for we know, yes, there's no, uh, there's no evidence, you know, that Jesus rose from the grave. But we do know uh, there is historical evidence from secular writers that did not believe in Christ. But they wrote of him. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know, people people that lived at the time. So it's a it's a it's a fact that there was a historical person called Jesus. Okay. Yes. But have they ever found his grave? Mm, that's a good point. No, good because point. he doesn't have. Yeah, a no, grave. you're right. That's a good point. He doesn't Amen. have a grave. That's why Jesus's bones have never been recovered because he you know he rose from the grave. Right. You know, bro, but going back to what we were talking about, that, yes, it doesn't matter about skin color and that, you know, whatever matter that, you know, there's no such thing as race. All there is is different nations and that yep. we are all, you know, that God made men of one blood, you know, and for the same reason that we are reconciled by one blood, even the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Okay. But going back to, uh, like you said, um, if my eyes deceive me, Lord, let me be a liar, but I know what I see, but I don't want to have faith in what I see. I want to have faith in the things unseen. Amen. Oh, okay. Amen to that. So the last, you know, to wrap this up, one of the last mm -hmm. things I would like to say is that, okay, 
that according to the Bible, God tells us about these people and that, you know, that they would go through these things because they continually disobeyed him. We read in Deuteronomy that, you know, these, you know, the curses shall be upon your children from generation until generation until generation until they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you know. Amen. So, Amen. So this goes back to our whole political system and the justice system. And why why is, you know, that, you know, the U.S. population is only 12 to 13 percent black, you know, but over, you know, what is it, 75 percent of all prisoners are black? I think it's more than that. I, I mean, like eight, one percent brother, according yeah. to the word, you know, in the book of Isaiah, you know, for sake of brevity. I just want people to look these things up. But, you know, the Lord says, you know, that Israel is ensnared in holes and prison houses. You know, it says of Israel that they are uh, they stand at the head of every corner, filled up with the rebuke of the Lord thy God like a raging bull. My friend, who does that sound like in America to you? Doesn't that sound like your uh, your average black male, you know, who. He has all this anger and frustration. He has no safety for his life day or night. You know, mm. these are all things that pertain wow. unto Israel. Yeah. You know, so let I the Lord that. be true and every man be a liar. You know, these Jews, right. they say, they say, oh, we're poor, we're poor. But we know, me and you both know that they control all the factors of production, that they control big media, they control big tech, they control big press, they control our government. You know, that these are the people behind the power of the throne, you know. But Lord, I don't want to condemn these people for they need to be saved just as we are, you know. And that's see, why we pray for them. And that's why we see, pray for them. You know, but how, you know, how could, um, you know, I don't believe in this Hebrew Israelite, none of that nonsense, because that's all a division and everything. But what did we say before that all, you know, that, um, you know, the devil, he likes to use truth mixed with the lies. You know what I'm saying? Just like right. sprinkle a little here, sprinkle a little there. You know, God ain't that way. God's like, no, it's straight. No, 100. You know, I'm saying God is the sword. With you. Yeah, you know, sword. sharp, sharp shooter, bro. Straight, straight path, yep. straight and narrow way. The the life, the truth and the way. The Kevlar you know? is not going to protect you. It won't protect you. No, sir. You know, but that, you know, so we we should let God be true. You know, so while most of us, we were dealing in politics and the carnal affairs of the war world, you know, a lot of us Christians, you know, we find ourselves supporting the enemy. These people were supporting the enemy that call themselves Israel, and right. they are killing our brothers and sisters that are Palestinians who are in Christ. So mm -hmm. therefore, we are, we are, you know what I'm saying? We are allowing ourselves to be deceived and that we are killing our own people. Well, I, I see what you're saying. And let's not us, let us also not forget that uh, Israel is also heavily populated with and, uh, men who walk uh, by faith. Um, Amen. That that is one thing that is true about Israel. There, there's not. It is dominated uh, right. by Jews, but we know they also did a deal with the devil and let the Muslim Brotherhood move in. We also That's know true. that the 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 Christians that are there, the men of faith, the men that believe in God and one true God and only one true God, were overvoted. They were cast. They were outcast. Um, yes, sir. To allow these, what you're talking about today, um, is a direct result of that deal with the devil that they made by allowing the Muslim Brotherhood in. It's a direct, direct correlation with that because yes, you, sir. Can't, you can't have 
about the other. And when we right. talked about the persecutions in the uh, Gaza Strip, this has all happened after the Muslim Brotherhood was in involved Amen, into politics and the eternal affairs. And let's not forget that uh, politics points outward, where the Bible works to us. So Amen. politics is always going to be drifting away from you, where the word, the scripture, is always going to be drifting to you. It's up to you to say. We know, and the book of Samuel does a really great job of explaining the powers to be, why they are there, and how the, the politics work. You can learn Amen. how politics work just by reading Samuel. Just by reading the book of Samuel, the Bible, you can read how politics works because how how it's explained is how it is. You see what I'm saying? It's not yes, a sir. it's not a deception. It may look like a deception. They, people may be doing deceptive things. Yes, that's all true. That's absolutely true. But politics itself is not a deception. It is as old as the Bible. It is in the Bible. So when yes, we're sir. talking politics, there's no getting away from it. What we have to do is to be able to separate what's right, what's wrong, what's narrow, and what's vast. See, that is yes, our sir. job. And God's allowing us to see through those things. Just like we had this conversation, he allowed us to see it through. Yes, sir. And at the same time, you know, you had me thinking and going back to what we were talking about in Neom and how this all wraps up into one big bow. Mm -hmm. You know, that, um, yep. you know what, what does Jesus tell us? That Satan is the God of this world. Has he not said that in Second Corinthians? That's right. And he Amen. and he also and he also says, how can a kingdom stand if it be divided against itself? So therefore, it brother, so what were we just talking about? Controlled opposition. Controlled you opposition. Have you have Satan's minions in every single part of every single government, every single religion, every single That's institution. Right. You know, but they are all working together towards the same goal. Satan yes. isn't gonna Satan Satan isn't gonna uh play himself. You know what I'm saying? The you accuser, know? Satan being the accuser is not going to allow himself to be accused. He's going to cover his tracks. He's going to make sure everything is neat and tidy. He is going to present himself in a proper fashion. See, yes, you see that with uh, the pastors on television, tight, skinny leg jeans in the fog machine. And they're coming <laughs> out. They're telling you everything is beautiful and everything is this and everything is that. But see, right. they're not talking about the scripture. And what did the they're Lord say? You know, in those days, shall they uh, for for their own personal gain, for their monetary yes, gain, see, to enlighten you. No, no, no. They would do that with a conversation like we're having. See, they're using it for their own gain, their own advantage in the world, their own position of power, because they yes, can't be happy with being on God's right hand. No, they need to feel the throne. They need to right. in the throne. And see, yes, that's when I go, you know, I can go into the divine right of kings and where this uh, where this all comes from. But go ahead with what you were saying. I wanted to say that, um, you know, that, um, you know, that no matter a man's plans, you know, whether, uh, you know, the God, he tries the reins of the heart that even evil men can be used of God's purpose for even Cyrus, the great himself was called of God to rebuild the temple in the book of um, Ezra. 200 years before Cyrus the Great was even born. 
Mm-hmm. So the God's plans, it doesn't, man's plans don't matter. You know, men make their plans, but God, he sits up in heaven and he laughs because he's going to leave them in derision. He's going to leave them flailing. You know, they're not going to know what to do. He's going to compass them on all sides. He's going to destroy all his enemies. He's going to let them know that he is the Lord, thy God and him only. Okay. And the you path know, is laid I, out and the path is laid out already for us. Now, what yes, we're sir. doing, what we're doing with the scripture and by reading the scripture and reflecting on it and by and by acting on it is we're preparing ourselves you see that he is laid out we can't go through that path and make it to the end of that path and make it to him unless we're prepared and we're preparing ourselves every day we're keeping the spirit pure Amen. So which, I just have two more things for you and then I'll let you go because I know right. it's yep. no, dinner, dinner's, dinner's starting to smell good. Yeah, uh, I know, right? <laughs> see, yeah. we got to like, you know, put those little jokes in there to like add some levity to it. You know, where we, yeah, we're hitting you with hard truths, but here's a little levity. Here's a little breath, you know. But, but understand um, that we still got a funny bone. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. But we our humor is different now. It's not the humor of the world. No, no, no. It's not uh, Jimmy Kimmel. It's not a right. late night, you know what I mean? Slapstick comedy. It's not yeah, any it's of not, that. It's not Chris Rock. It's not any of these guys. I don't <laughs> well, know. But what I'd like to say is that, um, you know, going back to the thing that, you know, that a kingdom cannot stand if it be divided against itself. Why do you think the Lord asks us that there be no divisions in the body of Christ? Right. You know, and um, for the fo- foremost part, is it like we said that, um, you know, that these men, they seek to seek out our liberty that is in Christ. They seek to destroy us, but that doesn't mean that God will let their plans come. You know, all their plans will come to naught, you know, for, you know, if 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 he saved David out of the day of his calamity, don't you think he would do the same for us? Because mm-hmm. he said of King David, a murderer, an adulterer, but that is a man after my own heart because he always sook to know God's words to know his commandments, to always try to do what's right, knowing that even, you know, like Paul said in uh, Romans 8, you know, that, you know, the oh, wretched man that I am, you know, with my body, I'll serve the law of sin and death, but with my mind and my spirit, I will serve the law of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, so going back to what we were talking about, the controlled opposition and Israel and, you know, how even early in the conversation, how this is a stumbling block before men you know yeah and then yeah. this is a basically what's going to bring about the return of jesus christ because there's going to be a fight over it there's going to be a major war coming soon ukraine yep. could possibly just be the beginning my friend okay i think it's the tip of the iceberg i think that's Amen. what it is and actually you know titanic something's got to sink you know what i mean and right. that's what i believe is coming so there, like you said there's definitely everything is is laying getting laid everything with the great reset uh, financially, which is going to cause a stir and a, and a great uproar in many countries, um, yes, sir. this this is all building up to what you said, a great war. You know, and the last thing I want to leave you with is that, mm-hmm. so, you know, people talk about Hitler and the Holocaust and, okay, you know, but these are, you know, we can't, we have to judge history 
based upon the word of the victor, not based yeah, upon the side they lose. Look, we all went through the same school systems. We know that the Holocaust was nasty. It was ugly. That these Jewish, you know, Jewish people were slaughtered. Um, yes, sir. We because, know. You know, most people don't know that not only Hitler himself, but Heinrich Goebbels and, yep. um, you know, the other guy, Heydrich, you know, and uh, Mengele and most of the most of the top top brass of the SS were themselves Nazis and they sacrificed their own people. So, oh, this here it is. So let's let's go back, you know, because it's funny. One day this popped up on my uh, on my news feed and it talked about, oh, it's been 80 years since the day, 80 years since the day that they came up with what was called the Wawa Sea meeting. Okay. And here it says on Wall Street Journal that a single meeting can distill the essence of evil. 80 years ago on January 20th, 1942, Reinhard Heydrich, the head of the SS intelligence service and secret security police presided over a high level meeting with 14 Nazi colleagues at the elegant Wannasee Villa near Berlin. The agenda to discuss the final solution of the Jewish question in Europe. Okay, so uh, brother, just uh, hold your thoughts for a second. I want you to take yeah, into yeah. mind. I want you to take into mind that. Okay, mm-hmm. and then so taking the part that last part, the agenda to discuss the final solution of the Jewish question in Europe. Okay, so then I like to find the, you know, the sources for this, but I mean. Like we said, you know, all in all and what we've seen and what the Lord has shown us, it's not that hard to believe. But if the conversation of Palestine has been characterized by a series of depredations, we should take a moment to examine the attitude of the Zionist movement, not only towards its Palestinian victims, to which we shall return, but towards the Jews themselves. Herzl himself wrote of the Jews in the following fashion. I achieved a freer attitude towards anti-Semitism. Remember, this is the modern-day father of Zionism. Right. Which I, and he says, I achieved a freer attitude towards anti-Semitism, which I now began to understand historically and to pardon. Above all, I recognize the emptiness and futility of trying to combat anti-Semitism. The youth organization of the Zionists, Hashomer Hatzar, the Young Guard, published the following. A Jew is a character of a normal, natural human being, both physically and spiritually. As an individual in society, he revolts and throws off the harness of social obligations, knows no order nor discipline. The Jewish people wrote, Jodantinsky in the same vein, is a very bad people. Its neighbors hate it, and rightly so. Its only salvation lies in a general immigration to the land of Israel. The founders of Zionism despaired of combating anti-Semitism and paradoxically regarded the anti-Semites themselves as allies because of a shared desire to remove the Jews from the country in which they lived. Step by step, they assimilated the values of Jew hatred and anti-Semitism as the Zionist movement came to regard the anti-Semites themselves as their most reliable sponsors and protectors. So, my friend, what does this say? That these people, which do call themselves Jews, you know, but according to their works and according to their deeds, and I mean, according into their own Jewish encyclopedia, they'll tell you that, you know, that, um, you know, modern day Judaism is nothing but a descendant of ancient day Phariseeism. And when I speak of Phariseeism, I speak of the same people that killed Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And that these people, they don't read from the Pentateuch, the five books of Moses, but they seek out the Babylonian Talmud, which speaks all manner of evil against Jesus Christ. It is the most hateful book. It is the most hateful hate speech that you could ever dream of. This is where this is where white supremacy comes from. This is where black supremacy comes from. And, you know, Supreme, essentially, yeah, every uh, ethnicity group that that has a supremacist uh, sect, it stems from that. You're right. Yes, sir. And OK. And I want people to know that in the Talmud, you know, we won't get into the things that it says about Jesus in this episode. Right. We'll save that for another time. But day. but that you can even look up yourself that yep. during circumcision ceremonies, According to rabbinical Judaism or Hasidic J Judaism, uh, Shabbat, Shabbat Ludovic being the prime example, that they have a, a priest who's called a Mohel. Okay, there's three steps to the circumcision. And then, there you go. if anybody, if anybody call call me a liar, go research for yourself because go research just, for yourself. You know yep. what was it in the? It was in the 90s, I believe it was in the two, early 2000s or in the 90s when. Um, you know, when the NYPD, I mean, not the uh, the NYHD health department, you know, that they they told these people, like, stop doing this. Like it says that uh, a woman that has sex with a beast or a woman that has sex with a demon, she is fit to be the she is fit to be the wife of a Jewish priest. That is of no sin. Where do you think Muhammad got his demonic doctrines from? Right. You know, we have to understand that they call it the Babylonian Talmud for a reason. For a reason. Because. Everything that they believe stems from Babylon. This stems from when the true Jews, you know, the true people of God, but those that had defected, you know, to the dark side, you know, right. this is this is what they this is what they were taught in, in Babylon, you know, and that, you know, their whole goal is world domination. Like I said, that's the reason they're behind the Chinese. Oh, don't you see those same little guys in the hats? Don't you see them behind Putin, too? I know I've seen that. Yep. Yeah, you know, there's definitely that. So, there's definitely that. So, that's, that's definitely true. You know, it says that uh, it says that only it says that only Jews are human. It says that all Gentiles are as cattle. You know that that they can steal from uh, they can steal from Gentiles. They can kill non-Gentiles, and it's not a crime. God has no problem with that. So who is their God? Is it the same God? So when these liars, you know, with this ecumenical movement saying, oh, all Catholics and, you know, the Jews and the Muslims, we all worship the same God. You're a lie. Right. You got. You, yes. Wait, no, wait. No, you are the truth because you you worship. You all worship the devil. You don't worship Jesus Christ. Mm hmm. Yes, sir. So why do you think? Why Amen. do you think the Lord said that the whole world would be against us, bro? All these oh, religions yeah. are going to come against us. You yeah. know, and that's why I just want, you know, for us to free ourselves from these religious institutions and to know that the only true religion is, you know, to have faith in God's word and to be fervent in charity and to, you know, you know, uh, look out for the widows and the children and the, you know, the most vulnerable in our society. That is true religion, you know, true. And, yeah. it, it, and another thing, too, um, if people don't know their religion if they don't even know their own religion then they're just a disgrace i mean to even one thing is to believe in in, in certain things but then to not even know of the, your religion then you're a disgrace that is very true um, yeah. and another and thing like, we can't forget is that in um world war ii you know remember 
this was not America's war. We were dragged into this war. Okay. So we had mostly white people go to this country and fight not only Japan, but they had to fight the Germans. And uh, let's not forget Italy too. Okay. Because Italy was part of the Axis powers. You know, one thing. Uh, the, just the main thing that I was hitting on is just that in World War II, this is a war that we were dragged into yes. to the war because if not, then this, what you're talking about, this total control, this world domination, man, that would have been already happened. But see, America was the first one to stand up and say, we're not going to let this happen because we see it. But see, we were late to the party. Yeah, we were. But you know what? It doesn't mean yes, we sir. didn't send our people from this country. Um to go and fight in this war and save these people. Remember that. And it was a progressive idea he had of eugenics. That's a right. progressive idea. So we're talking about that. We're talking about what did Hitler want? He wanted blonde hair and blue eyes. That's a theme you'll hear your whole life about World War II and the Holocaust. Blonde hair and blue eyes is what he wanted in his military. You, They were killing Catholics. They were killing anybody that, that had, they didn't care about your religion. They wanted blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> wanted in his military. And yeah, see, anybody that, uh, and like they said, they have that were Catholic and people that were this religion and that religion. See, they have all that. But what they what they forget to tell you is that they were killed because they didn't have blonde hair and blue eyes. They didn't meet Amen. the eye test. Hitler had the eye test. Heimlich, all these other people, uh, Heimlich, all them other people, they came in there, they they held that standard and even went harder than Hitler. Let's not forget his people under him were more vicious than him himself. Right. You know, and like you said, another fact of history that's funny is that, you know, a lot of people don't know that the eugenic movement actually started in, in 1920s America, you know, with Planned Parenthood and Martin oh, Margaret no, Sanger. Eugenics started in, 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 in uh, the 1800s and this was a progressive idea. Charles and a progressive Darwin. This is a Darwin theory. You know, and see, and this is why we cannot entangle ourselves with the things of the world. But going back to what you were saying, bro, you made a very, you made a very, very brilliant point that I wanted to touch upon. That oh, Hitler please, himself, Hitler himself didn't even match the standard for the yep. Aryan race, correct? <laughs> yeah, okay? that's correct. You know, Absolutely. But what's funny is, what's funny is, is that if you look at most of these so-called Jews, do they mm. not have blonde hair and blue eyes? Mm -hmm. That's a good so point. If, you see what I'm saying? So if Hitler was really against the Jews or was he really establishing the Aryan race inside Israel, you know, to over, you know, to be a counterfeit to God's true Israel, the Israel of God, you that's know, which great, is us. The great church. question. You know, because that any, is no, that's any, a really good question. Because like we said, any true Jew, any true Jew is one that's in heart and not in uh, circumcision. It's not of the flesh. You know, mm -hmm. what did we say? What did we say about? Yeah, the it's not of the, the flesh. flesh? Yep, it's not of the flesh, you're right. That's for sure. You know, so we see that, you know, and then also we see, um, you know, okay, going back to what you were saying about, okay, uh, Germany, you know, what do we think? Lutheran, you know, a lot of Christians. Oh, yeah, you you're know, right, yeah. America. The, the, um, America. There's, there's so many. Yeah, there's, there's hey, so many. America, a lot of Christians. Britain, Absolutely. a lot of Christians. So what about on all sides, bro? What if, you know, there have, you know, the devil is making us fight our brothers and sisters in Christ, bro. That's right. You know, for the, you know, for this nat for this world, bro. What does it say that if we love Christ, that we will not die for this world? No. You know, no, you know, I would before, I, you know, and you know, for the, for the sake.
You know, if someone were to come here on my land and to harm my friends or my family, can I honestly say that I would stand up to defend them? Yes. Can yes. I honestly say that if it were just me, would I just stand up and defend myself? Eh, I don't know. You know, because that's, I don't fear. Because I don't fear that. That's a hard question to ask, yeah, because I don't fear it. So, right. I mean, I'll tell you is that, you know, I'm following the path that's laid out for me. Amen. I'm just preparing myself for that path every day. Um, but it is, it is something to talk about, um, with eugenics, actually. That's a, that's a topic that kind of goes under the radar. Um, and those ideas were around 1898. Those ideas right. were way around before, before Hitler. Way <laughs> before. Um, oh, but it was Hitler's but, but, idea, bro. No, Hitler was the stooge. He was the fall man. He was the stool pigeon. Then while the uh, world's eyes were focused on Hitler and what was happening in Germany, what was happening he here in America, bro? We were taken off the gold standard. We were introduced to the New Deal, which is what? Nothing more than a veiled form of socialism. Amen? Well, yeah, and, that, and I can tell you one thing, too. Um, have you ever heard of William Jennings Bryant? Sounds familiar. I can't. Never, I can't. I'll, I'll tell you. Back in 1896, this was a turning point election. This is this is where America started to shift. Okay, from this republic idea, from this individualism, you work, you eat, and and this started to change with William Jennings Bryan, who was a populist among, and many urbanized city folks supported populist. him. Yep, and see, he was openly religious, on behalf of the debt-ridden farmers stretched out his arms just like uh jesus on the cross he was very poetic too with his words he was very very smart with his words and he right. advocated in 1896 advocated for uh coinage of silver and red of the gold standard so it goes back to 1896 um, when this idea of getting rid of the gold standard actually came up this this big big monster machine of people exactly this, hey hold on this was made up of who? Not not poor people. The progressive Rich movement people. was made up of middle class doctors, lawyers, professionals in their in their in their trades. Where did it start at? It didn't start in the cornfield. It started in the municipalities, the city areas, in this in the in the places that really we wouldn't call it because it's just not yes, big sir. enough. But at that time, there were cities and progressives. They they said they were doing the public good, not the interest of a capitalist society. No, no, no. They were they were doing the work of the people. They didn't trust politics at all. Yes, so, here's a fact for you that I actually learned from my classes. They proposed ideas like a city manager system that started in guess where? Dayton, Ohio. And hold on, let's just stop right there. Let's just stop right there. Go look at Dayton, Ohio. That is the worst rated city to live in in all of America. And uh, I believe it was like 2016 that I read that. It was the worst city. Here's Same to be city. said of Detroit, my friend. After Here's General Motors. That, that has started on a progressive idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it has recovered. And see, what is a city manager system? Well, that means that you know how we have a mayor. Yeah. Well, this person would be an assistant to the mayor or and sometimes a town wouldn't have a mayor. They would just have a city manager system 
where a kind of mutual people worked. So where did all these ideas start getting grown and becoming what we have today with these radical ideas thrown at us and, and go against our, our very core beliefs, our very foundation? Because well, don't like forget, said, my friend, our founders wanted the Bill of Rights and uh, the Constitution to be a reflection of the Ten Commandments. See, they wanted that to match up. Yes, my friend. People were murdering and people were killing. They were being persecuted for that. See, they wanted this all to add up. The founders had a great, great deal of respect for the future. A lot of people don't want to believe it, but that is the case. And yes, where did this start? I can tell you where it started, but where do you think it started? Where all these ideas started becoming and people just started going here to produce these ideas. It started, guess where? California. It started in the West. Because remember, there was no California in this time yet. There was none of that yet. Right. There was Wisconsin. That was considered the West. Today it would be the Midwest. Right. Then it was considered the West. These right, ideas it was started. The farthest. Right. It was the farthest. So the University of Wisconsin became the actual hub of progressive ideas. It still is today. It still is one of the biggest uh, producers <gasps> of liberal ideas. And what you're saying is so true. Because what about Rashida Tlaib? Boom. Out Boom. of Wisconsin. Yep. What about Ilhan Omar out of Michigan? Look at what out Michigan's Mich becoming. Oh, look what look what they've they've literally took the playbook of My Wisconsin friend. and they're running My with friend. it. How you bring up a, about the the different religious groups, and I can actually, um, I actually learned this, and I want to share it with you and share it with everybody. The okay, so many Protestants. Okay, now remember at the time the Protestants, this was a this was a group of people that they really just didn't like a whole lot of people. Okay, so this group, this religion, one group of people, they didn't like. The Protestants, they did not like Italian. They actually believed that the Italians drank too much. They believed they ate too much, that they um, that they were, uh, what do you say, obese, that they that they just stuffed themselves until they could Bro. no longer stuff themselves. That was a stereotype put on the Italians that we still have to, <laughs> we wow. still have that stereotype on them today. And this came from the Protestants. Um, and see, they were socialists. Everybody's confused. Socialism is not communism. Communism means overthrow the system and we're going to change it for the greater good. Socialists did not want to do that. They did not want to overthrow the capitalist system. They wanted to come in the capitalist system and like a serpent just slither through and, and, and uh, poison any anything they believe not to be for the public interest. That's right. What the Protestant movement did in the beginning of in, in the early days of this country. And um what what did they believe? Civilization and eugenics. They believe this. This is this is what they believed in. Uh they were part of this progressive group. That's a part of their history, Chris, that they uh don't admit to. That uh progressives, let alone Protestants, but, but progressives don't admit to that. And that's actually there's plenty of evidence to support that out there. Right. You know, and we'll also go to say, you know, that there's plenty of evidence to support the fact that, you know, going back to what we were talking about, how controlled opposition can Satan uh, 
you know, can it stand if it be? Um, yeah, exactly. A house divided. If they be divided against each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so there, my friend, is what did Jesus tell us? Not to focus on the things of the world, not the right. you know the rudiments of the world and the things that are in the world. And all these religions, they are a part of this world. But Jesus Christ is wholly set apart. So it isn't about religion. Religion doesn't care about Jesus Christ. They they, no, they pay lip. They, they pay you know whether it be Catholic or Lutheran or Presbyterian or whoever. You or know Protestant. yes there are yes you know there are uh, you know well you got to remember out of the Protestants that it broke down into like ten thousand different denominations. Oh yeah, know? but they still are uh, prominent. There's prominent groups today. Right. You know, but like we said, whether all in all, you know, whether it be in the Catholic Church, whether it be in the Lutheran, whether it be in the Presbyterian, the Episcopalian, the, the Episcopalian, the yep. Baptist, the Independent Fundamentalist, yep, you know, uh, the Protestants, like you said. But there are in all these places, there are still people like us who we don't we don't care about, you know, necessarily the religion and the you know the the pomp and you know all the doctrines of what they say. We believe what the Word says. <laughs> festivals and the uh celebrations yes and sir all because, of these different like said, little things they put together to- yes sir and like you said uh history is cyclical it all started in genesis it's all going back to genesis bingo so in genesis, yeah all right, no, I- there was a there was a one world government a one world religion and a one world currency oh yes. bitcoin one world religion oh ecumenical movement uh one you know where catholics and all these different religions bro are coming together with hindus and everybody else bro because they are (laughs) you know they claim that they are they are for christ oh lord oh lord have we not done this have we not done that get away from me ye that work with iniquity i never knew you you know Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm saying bro that people don't understand that this demonic cabal bro this group that throughout the ages bro starting with cain you know, the first murderer, bro. Yes, the that, murderer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Starting with the first murderer, bro. That's when this plan was set into motion. You know, and that whether it be, like you said, uh, the Protestants, they did that. You know, you know, but then we know that the Catholics, they killed the Protestants. And you Boom. know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yep, yep. It's a, you <laughs> yep. know what I'm saying? That's true. Like you oh, said, yeah, the ca- not, believe me, you the know? Catholics don't get a, a special place on the mantle. <laughs> amen, you know? Yeah, amen, you know, no. That's what I always just want to convince all men of, that, like, we shouldn't be looking, you know, yes, we may have grew up this way, but Jesus Christ set us free from that bondage. He set right. us free from having to do, oh, to go through the religious motions, you know, to truly let him, uh, like he said, it is finished. So we should just let his love be shed abroad in our hearts. Yeah, you know? people shouldn't feel like you have to go and sit in a pew and have someone pass you a, a basket for money and now they're asking you for money while you're just trying to get the good word right so right. that's where people are put off like okay well in america we're, we're not gonna stunt uh priests pastors uh reverence bishop Bruh. these people these people live comfortable lives chris they're not yes, longing bro. they're not longing or hurting they're not oh, worried about where the next meal's coming. They're not oh, worried they, about a time card, when to punch out and when to punch in. You know, and what did the Lord say, my friend? You know, going back to Matthew, such a great source of wealth of information. It's you iconic know, in the Bible, absolutely. You have to have man, a bookmark. Any man that exalteth himself shall be abased, but any man that humbleth himself shall be exalted. So like you Ooh. said, whether it be the Catholic Amen. Church, you know, this man, he wants to take the title of Pope. This other man wants to take the title of father. This one wants to take the title of reverend or bishop. 
You know what I'm saying? They well, want think to about, exalt themselves before right. men. Think about this. So we they have want to be seen this. Of men. You're right. And and uh, another thing too. And another thing. So we have this democracy, is what people like to call it. But we get to go and vote, and we all argue. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Look, look. That's not the point. Controlled opposition, the point, my friend. Yeah, that, and that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is we get to go vote. We get to go vote for who's running the affairs of our state. These are all things that have been done before I was here, before Chris was here. These have been going on. What yeah. something I always find very funny. No one gets to, no, no man, no woman gets to vote on the Pope. This is done nope. behind, this is done behind closed doors with exactly. some so-called experts that are pretty much putting together who they want to put out in front of the people. Right. And is it really any different from, uh, you know, Freemasonry or being a part of a fraternity or a right. secret society oh, such as Skull and Bones? See, or, yeah, it's exactly right. See, you could go, you could be poor and be a part of religion. Being in a fraternity, now that's a different ball game. That's paying for friends. I truly right. believe being in a fraternity is paying for friends. And you maybe religion could be looked at that way, but you're not paying with money as much as you're paying God's time. And see, that's what well, you want yeah, to be careful. And your soul. And your soul. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But definitely wasting God's time. He's he's going to have some things to say to you about that. And you're going to have to answer for that. So you want to be careful about how much of his time you waste. That's right. Because we shouldn't be wasting any. But we know that we're sinners. We'll sin. So we're, we have to assume that when we do these things, we can ask for forgiveness and we will be forgiven if we're truly sorry. If we truly are sorry, if we truly repent, then we will be forgiven. But see, you can't go in uh, to a bad situation and say, I'm going to do bad things and then I'm going to ask for forgiveness. If yes, you sir. know what's bad, right? If you know what's bad, God knows it's bad. That means you went and did it and it was bad. That means you didn't listen to your heart. Who's in your heart? Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, if you believe. You believe. You haven't believed in vain. And you haven't believed in vain. And you haven't been yes, following sir. false prophets like the Pope. You haven't been following these different. T.D. Uh, Jakes. Joel Stein. Yep. All these people that like to jump up and, you know, and. Uh, sing a hallelujah to you, and here, don't forget to drop a couple dollars in the basket on your way out. You know what I mean? That's what that all adds up to me. Yes, sir. You know, we were talking about the founding fathers, and I mean, according to my research, you know, that, you know, America, you know, if we go back into the early 1500s, you know, there was a man by the name of Francis Bacon, okay? Mm -hmm. And he was a, he was a, you know, what we would call today a Freemason, but in those days, he was a Rosicrucian. You know, somebody that followed after the Rosy Cross. You know, not after the cross of Jesus Christ, right. but after the Rosy Cross. Okay? Right. And he wrote a book titled The New Atlantis, how he envisioned that this uh, land would become a land of, uh, you know, of religious freedom. So if, if, it's a, if it's a land of religious freedom, that means that the Satanists could come here and practice their religion, right? And that they was one practice. of the big concerns. That was one of they, the big concerns because exactly. when, because uh, to to that point, the founders actually expressed that concern, um, in their in their personal writings that uh that have been found. Yes, um, and, and one thing one I them. can actually tell you about um that is a uh, is a complete fact is that the Church of England, when people wanted to flee all of the oppression that was going on there, when the yes, Puritans sir. came here. 
the Puritans wanted a purge of the Catholics. See, they had a different stance. They believed that the Catholics were the reason for their, their suffering. They did not take responsibility for any of their own actions. They believed they were completely innocent and that a purge of the Catholics and the Catholic Church uh, was necessary to uh, form a country. So there was this religious divide from the beginning of our inception as a colony. Remember, we started out as colonies, right? Yes, Start first colony, Virginia. So, I mean, and then we moved on from there. Uh, first city. What was the first city called? Jamestown. Right after King James. You better exactly. believe it. See, see a man, you know, that he made, like we said, bro, like I told you that one day after, you know, we had our little spat, you know, that King James, uh, uh, you know, he might be burning in hell right now. I don't trust there, King oh, James. I trust in the oh, word, he, you know, that God used to bring to me, you know. I think you can look at every historical figure and you can point and you can have a list, right? You can have a list of things they did good and things they did bad. Because they see, were men just like us. Because they were men just like us, right? So everybody can walk around and know that list. Hey, they did this good. They did this bad. But let us not forget that these men were in different times than us. And see, they didn't have, they weren't looking at the same things we're looking at. So you also have sure. to psychoanalyze that a little bit and, and be above the fray and kind of say, okay, they came here. There wasn't, the roads weren't built. There was no, you know what I mean? Right. None of, there was no, their cars weren't around. You didn't have the ability to have a conversation on the phone like us. None of this right. was there. So what happened to Jamestown? Well, they named yeah. it after King. And it failed. But yep. then what happened? Then what happened? Then uh, the pilgrims yeah. came here, the true Christians. See, what? Ha but who did they send to Jamestown to Prisoners. get Prisoners. Prisoners. No. no, see, this is where it's important to understand this is what I'm going to hit you with. Because when Jamestown was failing, people were dying because they had no skills. Uh, these were people that came from hunting backgrounds. Now they were forced to hunt. Right. They, you know, they didn't have uh, skills to uh, even cook their own meals properly. Uh, they didn't know that the water had to be boiled before they drank it. Like these people were you, we and you would have looked at them like, are you out of your mind? But see, they didn't right. know any better. They were they were fed on this silver platter. They were fed all these things when they lived there. So in 1706 uh -huh. and when Virginia was admitted as an actual colony, this will be a colony, and they founded uh, Jamestown. Captain John Smith saved it from failing. You know why? Because he went to the Bible. And Amen. He, said, he said, the Bible says, if you don't work, you don't eat. That's true. Amen. So the people said, well, what does that mean? Remember, there was no constitution yet. There was no right. uh, confederation, of, uh, articles of confederation yet. There was none of this was there yet. You know what the law of the land was? What? Was the law that they had at sea. Those same laws at sea were the laws of the land until the laws were actually created. So they and weren't set. They weren't and set on a real uh, judicial yeah. principle. <laughs> on basically whatever man decided yes. would be the best. Amen. For the and, uh, and my you know, friend, there you go. Going, going to that, you know, you just spoke the truth that even these, uh, why do you think these uh, people 
You know, they're being uh, targeted and condemned. You know, the uh, you know my black my black brothers and sisters. Yes. You know, for That's myself, I, I'm a mutt. I'm a Heinz 57. I'm a little bit of black, a little bit of Indian, <laughs> a little bit of you know. I'm a little That's 57 funny. in ingredients, you know. So <laughs> I can funny. I can relate into all men, and I feel like that's why God made me who I was. Okay, but I wanted to say, you know that uh, like 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 you were saying, like okay, so John Smith, he may be an example. He Cap wasn't perfect. Captain Johnson. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, but but he, but, but like you said, the spirit of he Christ held up the scripture. Yeah. Yes, he sir. held up the scripture, okay. and that's when and, things started to change for America. Right. What and we then, know today is America. Back then, it was just Virginia. Exactly. Okay. And what did uh, what did Thomas Jefferson tell us? He said that all that it takes for tyranny to gain a foothold is for people of good conscience to be silent. That's okay? it. So That's like you said, takes. bro, you know, back in the old world, it was so crowded. You know what I'm saying? So people get here and then it's the whole new world of opportunity. And all, it, it opens the doors to all these new things and creature comforts and Things that yeah. never existed before. See, things that okay. never existed. It was a it was a true frontier. A true frontier. Exactly. Yes, sir. And the only one ever. You know what that I'm is, saying? That's also amen. That is also true. The only Because, bro, when they tell you, you know, they say, uh, isn't that show, uh, The Last Frontier, isn't that based upon Antarctica? Yes. Yes, bro, but we know that's yeah. a lie because what did we just say? <laughs> this is yeah. the final yeah. frontier right here, bro. Yes. You know, Antarctica does not exist. I mean, we're not going to argue about that, you know. We no, we won't argue views. about it. Yeah. We have our different views, but, okay, so what What did, uh, so good people of conscience, you know, what did he say? Tyranny gained a foothold. So, Here's uh, a meme that I found. It says, lessons from history. Thomas Jefferson and Adolf Hitler on gun control and militias. So Thomas Jefferson said, no free men be debarred the use of arms. The strongest reason for the people to retain their right to keep and bear arms is a last resort to protect themselves against tyranny and government. And he also said, laws that forbid the carrying of arms only disarm those who are neither inclined nor determined to commit crimes. Such laws make things worse for the assaulted and better for the assailants. They serve rather to encourage than to prevent homicides, for an unarmed man may be attacked with greater confidence than an armed man. Okay, so what does Hitler have to say about this? He said the most foolish mistake we could possibly make would be to allow the subjected people to carry arms. History shows that all conquerors who have allowed their subject peoples to carry arms have prepared their own downfall by so doing. Indeed, I would go so far as to say that the underdog is a sine qua non for the overthrow of any sovereignty. So let's not have any native militia or police. Wow. Which is so so these progressives, my uh, friend, yeah. my friend, going back to these progressives that you were talking about, how these oh, are yeah. the same these are the same uh as Hitler. These are the same as the communists and the socialists, Mao Zedong and Pol Pot and, and they were before teach us, yeah. That teaches has history us. not teached us, bro. So there's going to come a point, my American people, you are going to have to either choose to stand or to die. Yep. Okay. But the only thing that matters is if a man stand in the liberty of Christ. That's right. Amen. Amen, Amen to that. You're not stuck. You're never stuck. 
As a matter of fact, you're right where God wants you to be. And see, he's going to carry you to your nation. Same thing with me. He's going to bring me to that next destination. But I got to be open. Amen. I got to be receiving. I got to be aware. I be have to have an open vessel unto his glory. Doesn't it say that? It does. Amen. Amen. Let us be vessels of his glory. That's it. You know? That's all we will be. We're not looking. Amen. And we're not looking for uh, anything other than to be counted among his children. That's all. We just want to be in walking in faith. We need to be walking in faith. And then he will he will see us. He will hear us. And he will answer Amen. our call. He will answer our prayers. And the more we're praying for other people, the more we're doing good for other people, the more good that's going to happen to us, the better our Amen. lives are going to get. And see, yes, sir. We have, we, we're, we're getting older every day. But one thing is, we're, we're getting younger at heart every day. And see, yes, that's sir. a beautiful thing. Becoming as children. You know, what did it say? What did Jesus say? You know, if you if you want to if you want to enter into the kingdom of God, you're going to have to become as children. You're going to have yeah. to unlearn. You're going to have to unlearn all those yep. old ways that you took upon yourself in this world. Yep. You know, so like, what did we Amen. say, bro? What did we say? So it's like, you know, the end of all things, you know, of the flesh begins the new beginning of the new creation of the new yes. creature you see how all works and all for the glory of god but this is one last thing i wanted to leave you with you know that i've been you know the lord tells us to contend for the faith bro and bro i i mean i'm I, now i feel like i am fully convicted in my heart bro that i'm being called to be a pastor <laughs> i can't i can't i can't deny the calling anymore bro I well i think it's a good path for you i mean i, I believe if you take that up and buckle down and take it seriously that you'd be the, the best pastor I know, you know? So I really, truly believe that, you know, but this one man, I'm, I, you know, I, I'll tell you, I, okay. I said, I just want to say what I said, what he said, oh, you're and fine. what I said, okay. I just don't want to keep you. I'm sorry. No, you're and, good. dude. I already ate says, while you were on the phone. Not to be oh, rude. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to eat. So it doesn't get cold. So don't even right, worry. I didn't, I, hey, I didn't even hear you. I didn't even hear you chomping. <laughs> move like the headphone like so you couldn't hear it so i didn't have to like edit hey, it, what's a, it what's like, okay, my, i was gonna say it's okay my brother you're not in offense to me but it says oh, for when but it says for when we were in the flesh the motions of sin which were by the law did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death but now we are delivered from the law that being dead wherein we were held that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter what shall we say then is the law sin god forbid Nay, I had not known sin but by the law. For I had not known lust except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet. Okay? Mm -hmm. Then this guy, he comes in. He's saying, oh, like, yeah, you need to be a vegan. Like, you don't love God if you're you're eating this and you're eating that. And then I said, you know, and then he keeps posting it, bro, on, like, multiple of my posts, bro, where I'm trying to, like, edify the people of God. And he's trying to right. come in on, you know, like a uh, like he's a brother coming in unaware, privily trying to seek out the liberty that we have in Christ and bring us. He's back acting like a martyr. No, no, yeah. bro, no, bro. He's acting like uh those same people in the days of uh you know in the Book of Galatians, bro. You know where the <laughs> Jews they tried to bring yeah. the Christians back under the law, saying, "Oh well, you can't you can't uh, inherit the promises unless you're circumcised." You know, right? That's where the so same then, uh the, you know my way or the highway from exactly. the Bible. Yep. You know, bro. And then so uh, I responded and I said, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive, silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. 
Now as Giannis and Yambrus withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be made manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. Holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught, that he may be able to, by sound doctrine, both to extort and to convince the gainsayers. For there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of the circumcision, talking about, you know, the Jews, whose mouths yep. must be stopped, who subvert whole houses, teaching things which they ought not for filthy lucre's sake. Who does that sound like? T.D. Jakes, Joyce Meyer, T.D. Jakes, yep, the whole the, nine. The Pope, you know, one it's of themselves, Pope. you know, ooh, even all these Muslim people were, what about the Dalai Lama, bro? He be getting money too. You know, oh yeah, and then it's, uh, and then it says uh, one of themselves hold up what uh the hold up what Gandhi says you know Gandhi yeah they'll hold up <laughs> what he they'll hold they'll hold that up to the sky but they won't yeah. they won't reflect on on Matthew ten six you know oh, sir they won't reflect on the actual word but see they'll hold Amen. up this man's word they'll go hold him they'll go hold the words uh him on on their t shirt oh look at Gandhi. Look at Gandhi, how nice he was, <laughs> how calm he was, how cool he was in the face of danger. Okay. God, Jesus, sees <laughs> God sees all. He's seeing hey, you following hey, these false prophets. He's you know, seeing. I, you know, bro, and I mean, Gandhi's fate is, Gandhi, <laughs> see, you got me standing now. <laughs> you know, his fate, his, bro, his fate is already sealed, but whether he be in heaven or hell, bro, all I know is that anybody out there listening, you know, for for it is fearful to fall into the hands of the living God. Yes, that's a great you point. Know. That's a great way to summarize what I said. That's a great way to make something serious out of something funny. I love how you did Amen. that right there. And Amen, you know what's brother. funny, bro? Remember how you were talking about that? Yeah. What's funny, though, is that right after I said teaching things which they ought not for filthy lucre's sake, then listen to this, the next two verses. One, of, Okay, because like you said that, one of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said the Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, slow bellies. <laughs> this witness is true. Wherefore, rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith. <laughs> ah! Let God be true. Let every man be a liar, bro. Amen. 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 I love it. I absolutely love it. That is I that is beautiful. Too, my friend. Oh, dude, thank you. Thank you again for coming. Thank you, And we'll work it up. Uh, so everybody knows and they can hear. We're going to set up the next show for next week. And uh, right. we're going to go in something that Chris wanted to talk about, something that I'm wanting to talk about. Because I actually, you know, I learned from Chris, just like I'm sure he learns from me. I'm assuming course, he does. Definitely learn a lot from Chris. I know you all did. I don't even have to ask the audience. They learned so much from you. They're just trying to take these notes down as you're talking. So what I'm trying to say is that next week we're looking to do kind of neon into the greater israel project now we want to talk about we want to go into the greater israel project about what this is about who's behind it about everything that it is involved in down to the scripture then we're also going to be talking in that same conversation uh china's artificial sun and moon okay we're going to blend that in as well and that's going to make for a stellar show <gasps> bro, you can edit this out, bro. But I just realized, did you know that in Neon, bro, they said that there's going to be an artificial moon? So what if China yeah. is making this artificial moon for Neon, bro? Well, I believe that <laughs> I believe that China is involved in Neon in one yes, way sir. or another, either indirectly by them knowing or by them not knowing and them giving money out 
or by directly giving the money and knowing they're giving the money. Either some way right. or another, goods or services from there are getting to Neon. There's no other way it could be advancing this fast. There's no other way it could be popping up on my TV this fast. There's no other way they're going to Neon. And, sh and then while they're saying, come visit our great city, Neon, they're showing you Singapore. So yep. in, in my eyes, there's definitely smoke and mirrors there. And uh, yeah, w we definitely nailed the Neon topic tonight. Uh, there's not another podcast or show to be able to, to, to cover it the way we did, uh, you and I did tonight. There's no, there's no, nobody's going to be able to replicate that, brother. No, no we, sir. we, while running, oh, oh. while Amen. running. Only if, only if, you know, all these other podcasts that they speak in truth, but, you know, if we, they do, we just want, we just all I can do is pray for them. That's all I can do for them. Amen. Yeah. No, okay. man. I just about to say, you know, I just want to let our listeners know that. You know, that the things that we say and the things that we teach, we just want it to be in humility and that you not lift us up, but that you lift up Christ. You lift up right. him that is within us because that's Make all that we seek to do. You know, mm -hmm. all we seek to do is to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ. And he is the way, the truth, and the light. So all truth coming to by him, whether it be the carnal things of the world, you know, whatever is in darkness cannot be hid from the light. You know, it, and if, it, we search, if we search, if we... If we search That's diligently, if we search diligently, you know, by the power and through the direction of the Holy Ghost, you know, this is how we've uncovered these things, people. Yep. Not of it our is. own. Not, not of, of our, our own. own. No, this is yeah. not of our own minds. This is of mind, the body, yes. and the spirit. It's all right. one. So people and don't get confused. It is not three separate entities. It is all one. That Amen. is exactly the essence of your of faith it is one of god but of the faith is one not separate multi a water god a sun god a rain god no right. not not these things these things he is are all in one <laughs> you got it he is hallelujah. all in one. hallelujah amen make it plain uh, man and i just want to say man that uh you know that what we speak is the truth because you know my spirit beareth witness, you know, to my mind and my mind beareth witness to my flesh. So, but my mind, my flesh and my spirit are not separate. They are all no, one. They're all one. And what is for, what does it say? Let us make man in our image after our likeness. You know, just because you're three, you are a three in one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're, 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 what, didn't it Jesus even call us little gods? You know, yes. but you can do nothing of your own. You're a powerless God unless you have the power of Christ resting upon you. So, Amen. Lord, I just pray again that, you know, you let our listeners know that we just humbly seek to do thy work and whatever thy ask and wherever the spirit wants to lead us and whatever it wants us to say. And, you know, let God be true. Let every mm -hmm. man let every man be a liar. You know, for this is all for the law cannot save anybody. But the law brought us to know that we are condemned already. And it points us to him, only him. And remember that, folks, because we are condemned already. But when you see the accuser, this Satan, Satan is the accuser. The accuser is Satan. It's all that is all one and the same. So don't be confused when you see them pointing the finger, when you see them casting the blame, when they're throwing those stones, you are looking at Satan. You are seeing Satan. So remember that, folks, that there's only one weapon 
in this world against Satan. The word and of God. The word of God. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope all of you have a great night and God bless you. And I pray that the Lord, you know, through this, he may reach unto you. And, you know, that we did our good job, that we did a good job in lifting up the Lord Jesus Christ and speaking the gospel. First, uh, uh, first Corinthians chapter 15, verses one through four, you know, but I, you know, for further edification, I wouldn't, you know, encourage, you know, people to read the whole chapter. You yeah, know, absolutely. And see, yes. see that this is what our, where our faith lies, you know, or we can go into the book of Acts, you know, and I believe it's, I want to look it up so I can make sure to give you people you know, uh, sure, sure shot, you know, and it's, you know, you. why I don't want to lead you in the wrong way. When you hear of acts, Shakespeare, a lot of acts. Shakespeare's works, uh, that were had acts. come were acts, <laughs> right. And they had come, it's not, not like he copied them or not plagiarism, but they stemmed from that. They were his Shakespeare's works were inspired by this. See, so let us not forget that when you look at the Bible, it's a library. The Bible is a library. And inside this library is the beginning of where man's word comes from, How is how I want to say that. The beginning of where man's word comes from and how we get all these different texts and all these different uh, looks, it all comes from yes. one, the original book, the Bible, which is actually what it was called, the Bible. That is which the is funny. Library. And the Greek, no, go ahead. Yep. The and the Greek, the Bible means uh, Bible comes from the Greek word biblios, which means book. So it is the book. It, it is, is the book. The, book. the only book. It is the book. It is the not only book. A book. Nope. You know, it is the book. Nope. And we, it is the and book. How can people notice this, bro? When year after year, year after year, all these New York best time sellers, bro, they always try to beat the Bible. You know, but yes. what does God always do? He always proves his word true. It always comes out on top and man's always left in the dust. Yeah. You know, because they so, are trying to have a competition with amen. God instead of and they, giving works <laughs> onto him. Instead of committing their works onto him, they're committing their works onto themselves and see you never win. You will never win that way. No, sir. He will take the glory from you. You better amen. believe. Amen. And the last part I want to say is, you know, for all of our listeners tonight that, you know, I pray that you come to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and that, mm -hmm. you know, his love may be shed abroad in your hearts and that, you know, all you have to do right now, wherever you are, you may be on your way to work. You may be taking your kids to school, you know, but, you know, think about those things, your family, your kids, what truly matters in life and that this life, you know, is soon to end, you know, that what's, uh, you know, only what's done for Christ will last one life that'll soon be passed. So yep. I just want all of you to have that eternal life and to, you know, come in and join us and sup with us so that we may be approved of God and that we may do his pleasing will. So I leave you with this. Acts 1630, Acts chapter 16, Make verse it play. 30 through 33. And brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and that shall be saved in thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord, and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night, and washed their stripes, and was baptized, he and his straightway. I want, the only thing that I want to add unto that is that we are not saved by the baptism of water. 
that the baptism of water is coming into this world through birth, through that when we were in our mother's womb, where were we? We were in water, you know, right. and that, yes, I would not suffer, you know, any man to go get baptized again so that those around him, you know, that he can make a good profession in front of many people that he has committed to crucify his flesh so that he may live unto Christ and not the lust of the flesh where we once walked. Amen. So Amen. let's have the baptism. Let's seek the baptism of the spirit. Let's seek the holy power, to, uh, the Holy Ghost to come down from us on high, just like it did in that day of Pentecost. I pray that all of you will come to this truth and peace be unto you and all men always. In Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you again, my friend. Thank you. And we will uh, we'll pick this up. Like I said, we'll have our show. We'll, we'll talk again real soon but i mean we'll have our show for everybody so they know next week same time same place and sounds good everybody christopher roberts uh was able to come through tonight and uh enlighten us and i hope that you enjoyed the show and uh chris anything to add before i i, I shut it down here all i like to say is that oh all i wanted to say is that coming in tonight you know i was pretty much underprepared and you know, I had no idea. You know, I wrote out a couple of responses, but not one time did I ever look into my own words to speak into the questions that you asked me, but to speak, you know, but to speak according unto the words that were given to me by the spirit, you know, because mm -hmm. I don't want to trust in my own words or my own ways or my own strength or my own power or my own might. I just want yeah, to get trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. I know I can. I know I'm, I will admit that I can get too into my own writing, my own words and i and that's when i have to go and, and seek the the true word of and god's word that he has laid amen. out for us amen, amen. Yeah, absolutely and my friend that. and i'm glad you know that i can be here to uh you know exhort mm -hmm. you know not exhort yeah. you know I mean? no i got you no yeah, i got you but like all exhortation like to lift you up in the lord jesus christ and, to, and you have you know like and you have you know absolutely. come to that realization that yeah i don't do this but neither do i if i said that i did i'd be a liar if right. I said that there was no sin in me, I'd be a liar and I never knew God. And I know that God is true to me and I I believe his word and I know that I am his. So, and, and you, know, I, I, it, you know, exactly. Thank you. You've always been a great friend of me through the years. Amen. And on that note, my brother, I'd like to thank you for having me on the show. It's been a wonderful conversation and I can't wait to do it again. Absolutely, dude. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it so much. It's really, really a, a pleasure. It was an honor to have you on the show. I really appreciate that. I think we should end with a prayer. Um, and Amen. then uh, we'll go our separate ways here. And uh, I'll go ahead and start off uh, the saying, Lord, we're calling on you and we're asking you to please forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lord, we know that these times have brought the best out of us and the worst out of us. And Lord, we know that there is a higher calling. There's a purpose for us, Lord. And we just are asking you to allow me and Chris and the audience today to see that purpose and to fulfill that purpose, Lord, because all we want is to get you and to walk and live in your word, Lord. Amen. Amen in Jesus name. And I just like to finish that off and say, Lord, I just pray that your spirit be magnified in us and that we may do the good works and that we may expose evil and the unfruitful, unfruitful uh, 
you know, unfruitful acts of evil and darkness that seek to consume us, that seek seek your children, that, you know, seek your freedom, that seek to take your, you know, freedom of speech, that seek to take your freedom of property, that seek to take your freedom, you know, to let your kids learn what they want to learn and to let them be kids. But no, you know, they have to put all this evil upon them. Father, I just pray that you preserve this generation from this evil that's coming upon this world. And in Jesus' name, we pray with confidence, Father, and having no hope in our own words or the things that we say, but the things by which the Holy Spirit make utterance and intercesses on the behalf and says those things that we have not the power nor the ability to speak. In our high and holy name, Jesus Christ, I thank you for that blood that you shed on that cross for me, Lord. I thank you for being buried for me, Lord. But most of all, but most of all I thank you for raising up out of that grave ascending before the throne of the father and making intercession for me father with your blood paying the price paying the price in full for it is finished it is finished all you have to do is believe it in jesus name i pray that you do may peace amen. be unto you all amen amen brother thank you bro, again that was for a coming perfect on. ending